You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 234 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Is it 234? Yeah, is it? Or is it 230? It's 234. Oh, wow. Why? That's a lot. I felt like it was like 285. Oh, no, man. No, we only see each other Two, every other week. That's all we can take. 234. Wow. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing great. Why, why don't doing? you introduce our... Our, oh. our th- little baby Ricky cannot make it. Ritzy, sorry, cannot make it tonight. He couldn't make it. But listen, if if we could get this guy on every episode, that little kid will be gone. You have heard his beautiful, dulcet tones <laughs> calling in on the bone phone. It's Tony from the Zony. What is up, dude? Oh, thank you, my sweet, sweet boy. Oh. I've been waiting a long time to say that in person. I, I'm kind of <laughs> trembling. I'm like, oh. <laughs> And I and I thought that today when I was working, I was like, oh my God, he might call me my sweet boy. Right before my eyes. Looking right in those eyes, too. And, oh, and they're, right they're literally that. sitting within inches of each other. We could hug, oh, touch. Goodness. We could do whatever we want Sky's at this limit. point. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Flew in. We're staying up and actually in Park City, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I've never, right. never been there before. I'd been in uh, in Salt Lake years ago, probably about six years ago for mm-hmm. a firearms training class that i did and i was here about a week but i had it was just all day and so oh I so you didn't get the, a yeah gotcha. right from the from the range to the hotel went to sleep then back and then right I just fly back so out, you didn't so. get to see any of it but you go to park city you're seeing the beauty land is there is there snow up there right now no no you were you there today is there we went up to uh what's it called Guard, guardsman's pass oh or yeah something yeah like that uh-huh. by silver lake or something i don't know uh, anyway, we went up there, and there's snow up there on the ground. So we went up and played in the snow a little bit. So it was pretty wow. cool. Wow. Yeah. Well, it rained last night down here. It was freezing. Yeah. Like, I, it was too cold. I was going to go get a little Caesar's pizza, and I'm like, nope. The first place that's going to get snow is the Deer Park City. That's, where, all the, that's where the magic happens as far as the, the uh, snowboarding and skiing goes. Yeah. yeah it's beautiful. Beautiful yeah. up there. Really yeah. pretty. Well, it's beautiful down here. We got Shane. That's right. So, all right. In, I can't, in, in I can't the, hardly take my eyes off. Oh, I know. I, I can't take my, my eyes off. My sweet boy. I'm just, I'm just like so excited that you're here. I'm like, I can hear you and I can see you with my own eyes. Well, let's keep the smelling down to a minimum as we, uh, as we move from I here on I did out. have some, uh, 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 what's that called? That Panda Express today. Okay. Oh, boy. So, Which ones? I Actually, no- I don't give a shit what you did. Let's talk I, I, about the show. I, I had the noodles. Oh, of course. The, well, the, of course the you the chow mein and just the teriyaki chicken. No, that's and that's good. it. That's good. You what? You only got a winner? I got the plate, which is two. What was two the other items. ones? Oh, you got two items of teriyaki so, chicken. Chow mein. The chow mein doesn't have anything in it. Just the I know, and then noodles. you get two dishes. Well, that's the uh, the the threesome. <laughs> 
I got the is that what it's, it's called? I don't know what it's called, but it's but it's the three parter. I uh-huh. got the two parter. Teriyaki chicken. Uh-huh. Chow me. All right. Well, that sounds and great. And two spring rolls. Oh, oh. Well, then you just you just blew it with the healthiness. Side. I know. That's yeah, all right. You're looking you're looking sweet as ever. I, I feel good. So uh, this episode, we're actually doing a lot of devilish stuff. I guess you know we're we're talking about Lucifer. By the way, did we tell you that we we're going to be talking about Lucifer the band? No, I was I was left out of that. Oh man, I that's my bad because that no I yeah oh, I I'm I sorry th- about I that. thought you would be in on it. Oh, that's my bad. No. Because yeah. it's funny because I asked him if you needed them if you were you going to watch the movie and whatnot and he's like oh and I didn't even think to do the band. So. Well, I got the yeah, I got the link for the movie. Yeah, good. So, and I got the uh, and did you watch it? See, oh, that's yeah. the key. Oh, <laughs> if yeah. you get the link, that's one thing. You watched it. <laughs> I watched it. Excellent. Right. Uh, so we're going to be talking about. It's weird because we've been doing a lot of new stuff lately, like hereditary last time and then right. we did what was a baby metal last time when that was only two years old both of these are from 2018 as well lucifer their second album lucifer 2 oddly enough from this do year. you think they're going with a with a dan ziggish idea or a led zeppelin idea with naming lucifer one as their first album lucifer two as their second album next will be three what's after that then uh how the gods kill uh <laughs> No, wait. <laughs> I don't know. Danzig was Lucifer 2. Lucifuge. Lucifuge. But it was Danzig 2, Lucifuge. Really? Then it was Danzig 3, How the Gods Kill. I don't know what they're going for, man. I'm I just, just I mean, out. I mean, they, they love Led Zeppelin. There's no doubt about no that. No doubt about that. It's, if you ask them, do you like Led Zeppelin? They're not going to say, I, I don't like that. What is that? I don't know what it is. No, they, no, they like them. Yeah. You know what, too, is, I mean, uh, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'm sorry. We're also talking about Nicolas Cage's latest. I think it's his latest. I don't know. I didn't look. Mandy from 2018. Uh, by the way, uh, Shane, knock, knock. Uh, hold on. Oh, who's there? Uh, Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada who? Eric Estrada from Chips. Oh, boy. All right. I, listen, I've been, I've been trying to do that. To Jenny the whole time she's like every time knock knock and she's like no I'm not doing this it's solid it's I that was a, I that was a good one I I lol'd out it's, loud it's the that means I lol lol'd it's the I'm gonna pull a joke no I'm just gonna give you the the info and treat you like an idiot like you didn't know whatever yeah. knock knock who's there Gary Coleman Gary Coleman who Gary Coleman from Gary Street. Coleman is dead <laughs> his wife threw him <laughs> down the stairs is that that is true. No, really? That was here in Utah. That was it. That was here too. No. Down in Utah. Well, it's alleged there's no, there was no, you know. Well, let's put it this way. She was probably a lot bigger and more like. But there there was some shady stuff that surrounded that. See how good this joke is going? (laughs) It just keeps going. (laughs) You know. uh, Don't be shocked, Shane. You're you're funny all the time. Just keep giving. You're funny all the time, man. You don't have to, you don't have to. We, we appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, one thing we don't have baby Ricky here tonight, but we do have something online. We put up, uh, he, let's see, what is it called? He introed star crash and it's up on our premium channel, premium.corpsecollective.net. It's free. Go there. You can see what Ricky looks like. He's very, he's a very handsome little boy. Go up there. Just so you know, he's not a sweet, a sweet little boy, but he's no, 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 no. no. What is, what is, what is Ricky to you? And I'm saying this for a friend. What is he? I mean, how how deeply does he, you know, 
Is he like a my sweet boy situation, or is he a? Uh, oh no, no, you're no, his no, sweet I mean, boy. He, he's you're, a pretty good boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's kind of like your, you know, retarded little brother. <laughs> right. yes. you know, he's he's nice and he's sweet. Oh, not, that's that's not perfect. a sweet boy. He's no, not no, no, no. the sweet boy. <laughs> no, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, he reminds me a lot of, and, and I pictured in my head, Donnie. From uh, the Big, Big Lebowski. Lebowski, I like that because you guys, you know, he he kind of fades in and out of a yeah. conversation, you know, much like my kids did when they and were little. My sweet boy gets to tell him, "Shut up, Ritzy, you're <laughs> out of your element." Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. I might start doing. There's lots of shut the fuck up, Ritzy. No, you know what's funny is that um, I don't know if you know this, but was it last time? Was it last time it got kind of heated, or was it two times ago? I remember that that we were that we, was two times ago. Yeah, last that, time went swimmingly. No, no, that was three times ago. No, because it was here. And we've only done two. Here. All right, so that was that this was last, last time here. Yeah. That was last. Think, time. Was it last time? Yeah, over you're tra- right. You're right because this is our second here. Yeah. Nope. You're right. It was. It was two weeks ago. I'm right. You're right. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. About cheating. He didn't help me cheat. Well, that'll be determined. D. D- we'll see. What are, what are the? We'll see uh, how good I do today on trivia. He's got some things. Tony's only's got some things to say about that. So we'll save that. Yeah, we'll yeah, save we'll that. Save that. One more thing I want to say before we get into the question of the episode is uh, uh, the band who saved Sweet Baby Boy's life, Rosedale's. Oh, yes. They have a new one out. Go check it out. It's Are great. you kidding? No, I'm not kidding you. It came out, uh, I think, last Friday or something like that. Uh, they have a new album coming out. I just really like those guys, man. And I, just, I like, you know, love the Rosedale's. Oh, man. So it's... <sighs> Give it to him. What are you thinking? Are you liking this it? This one's, this one's, I'm like, oh yeah, it's pretty good. But the Rosedales are back. That's what makes me excited yeah. more, more than that. I'm, I would love to, I tried to get them to come to Salt Lake and they're like, uh, if we can use your equipment and get two grand. And I was like, I wish. Really? I wish. But they're like, yeah, dude. We're and I think they're in Arizona, aren't they? No, they're in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Shy City. Yeah. The yeah. Windy City. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, that's where. Uh, Do I you think- know the name of that album? No, I don't know what the name of the album is. The name of the tune is Crush. They sing about having a crush on a chick, and it's like, uh, there you go. If you get a chance, listen to the Rosedales. You will not be oh let gosh, down. They're, Everything they're... they put out is wonderful. Why don't we do this, you guys? Let's stop talking so much. And when I say let's, I mean me. And why don't we talk about the question of the episode real quick? The one that we asked for, first of all, Shane, why don't you tell them what the question of the episode is? Oh, in we case haven't this done is that. Fr- uh, yeah, in case this is their first time. Uh, what we do is we ask you a question each week. And then you call in the answer at 385-351-9273. You call in your answer, and we're always excited to hear it. We love to hear your answers. <laughs> uh, and any other stuff, like Tony Zoni, he calls in. Yeah, he'll make it be three. He takes full advantage of the situation. Uh, and what was that question? The question that we asked last episode was, what are some of the weird slash obscure slash creepy oddities that are in your neck of the woods? Maybe it's a legend, urban legend, maybe some kind of strange piece of art, blah, blah, blah. We did get uh, a few voicemails, so why don't we get right into them? I can't remember who started, but we'll be right back with them. Excellent. All right, guys, here is Ty. Oh, I messed it up already. I messed it up already. Oh, my gosh. How long have I been doing this, you guys? Uh, 200 and apparently 34 episodes. Oh, my gosh. All right. Sorry. There he is. I'm leaving hey, that Mike, in. Hey, uh, Mike, to answer this week's question, by the way, this is Ty. 
back again after a few weeks. Ty the uh, guy. Answer your question uh, about oddities or legends that might be from my neck of the woods. Of course, being from Mississippi, we have quite a few of those down there, but one that comes, not comes true, but uh, it's said to have come true, and it's pretty big this time of year around Halloween, is that there's a uh, an old tale called The Witch of Yazoo City. Oh, yeah. And what the, the legend of her kind of is, is uh, she was first brought up in a Willie Morris book called Good Old Boy back in, like, 1971. But what it is is that she used to live on the Yazoo River, and she used to lure fishermen off the river, and then basically the siren. guys, of course, disappeared and all that kind of stuff. She used to torture them or whatever else you want to call it. She must have been then, hot. Uh, Big sweet The sheriff one day went out with right? a bunch of guys, and they chased her through, yeah, uh, I guess, the woods or whatever, and she ended up drowning in quicksand. And by, by the time the sheriff caught up, is and, that quicksand in you know, got to her, you know, she was about halfway down, and as she, like, gets sunk Get in, by the she, river. Uh, Claimed that in about you're living in a she's going to come back and burn the town down. Well, in 1904, I think it was, knows a back lot. in there, the whole town of Yazoo City, which is uh, about 40, 45 minutes north of Jackson, the capital, she ended up, the whole town ended up burning down. It was like, uh, I think when I reread the legend here a few minutes ago, it said uh, it was like 324 buildings or so. They burn well, what down? they do is Fucking in the town of city, if you go to the graveyard there, there is a cemetery plot that uh, after, and they say this is part of the legend that after the the town had burned down that day, uh, the, some local townsfolks went and chained up the grave, you know, to kind of keep her in, which doesn't make That's, any sense. If why is this not a horror movie? She went in quicksand, like. <sighs> It's all backwards, but it's cool for the town, I guess. It's also Mississippi. But yeah, what? that's it. Just the witchy Yazoo. You can look it up on Wikipedia and all that kind of stuff. And how stuff. badass is a it's band called explains it better than what the I did, Witch of so. Yazoo? All right, there you go. Bye. You know what's funny? The it's so black tight. and darkest metal of all the time. Witch of Wazoo. We are the Witch of Yazoo. Yazoo. I said Wazoo. That's Washington no, State. Wazoo is that little funny character in one of those goddamn Willy Wonka movies. That's a new Balumba. The Flintstones. What he was, he was a little yeah, green the guy. Wazoo. Remember yeah. that? And he was like, "Not now, dum dum." Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he was a little flying alien dude. It's like, "Hey, dum dum." Oh yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. So Man, we're it's old. not the witch of Wazoo, but the witch of Uzu. You know what though? Uzo. He uh, he texted me because he's he lives here now and he, and we're buddies and stuff like that. So he texted me and he was like, "You should." I just called in. Here's what I looked at. Stuff like that. There is a lot of shit on that too. And there's like. There was like a guy dressed up like a like an old timey Confederate soldier or something like that. I don't know. Why is there it no movie about the crazy no, I don't witch know, but there lady should that, be. that changed the? Because I was just going to say that the... there's a ton of stuff about it, and it's super cool. So it's like uh, Sony know. Warner Brothers, get your shit together. No, I take that no, back. Sony little. Warner Brothers, don't listen to this. Uh, Bloom House. Yeah, uh, I'm down. I like that. Uh, who else? Uh, 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 what's his face over there that does all those puppet master movies? Oh, full moon or full moon. Get a hold of that. Get a hold of Ooh, the right. No, that. let's give it to Blumhouse. How about yeah, that? I think that'd be better. Yeah. Uh, Ghost house. Go. Is that still around? That was Sam Raimi. I'm not I don't sure know. if what, they still what's do the stuff. Deal? They all had the same logos though. Like a like bloom house, ghost house, you know, dick house, brick house, giant brick house with, uh, Rick, uh, Ashley's what's his, what's his name? Rick, uh, <laughs> Rick, She's a brick. Yeah, dude. No, that was Rick. Lionel Richie. Brick House. That's Rick James. Rick James. Is yeah. it? Yeah. I thought it was a Commodore's. 
It is no, no it's, it's Rick James, dude. All right, all the way. All right, I'm googling oh, it. God, Who sang Brick well, House? We know the answer to that. Rick James. Rick James. The Commodores. Oh. Boom. What? Brickhouse song. Brickhouse is a song by the Commodores, 1977, self-titled album. I knew that. It's Lionel Richie. Yeah, Brick. Yeah, it's Lionel Richie. So wait a minute. So Rick James sings about other about things. About her. She likes to party. Just no. I'm, about, I'm calling false. About her. On that. Yeah. They about were Linda a, Blair. Yeah, they were a huge item back in the day. No, I'd like to see his huge item for proof. But I, I'm calling. I'm <laughs> calling three eight five three five one nine two seven three. I'm calling bullshit. That's Rick James. It's it not is the Commodores. literally something that just came up on Google and everything there's true. Yeah, well, that's no, true. I don't trust the liberal media. But anyway, shall we? Oh, I I just wanted heavens. to throw that in real quick before we before we get into uh, Joe Redbeard, first longtime listener, first time caller. I don't know if he says that, but I sure hope he does. Amen. Oh, Joe Ro- Redbeard. Hey, it's your buddy Joe Redbeard. All right. This is the first time I've ever called the phone phone. I'm <laughs> loving it. I'm loving it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I've been uh, binge listening to your podcast the last That's a couple mistake. of weeks at work, and um, you know me and Mike are practically best friends now. <laughs> right. Anyway, so the question. Congratulations. Uh, places, <laughs> interesting, eerie, spooky places in my neck of the woods. So, of course, like um, everyone kind of knows about Ted Bundy. Yeah, he's from here, by the way. Canyon. And I believe there's another one in Big Cottonwood Canyon. Um, <laughs> he studied at the U. I guess he, he was. Let me just stop you there real quick. Let me say one thing about the U. Serial killers come from the U. See, I, if you're a serial killer, you probably go to the U because those guys nope. are the bad guys. All right. See, Three eight five three five one nine two seven three. How many murderers have come from BYU? If Zero. You're, if you're a nerd like Zero. that, someone can go. Well, actually, no. Only was... good guys go to BYU. How many times we got to tell you? What are you saying? Like Billy Joel song. Only the good guys. No, let me go let me be real. BYU. You know how good BYU is? They wouldn't even let me into their place. They were like, "No, sir, no, you cannot do it." Tony, what do you think of that? Only good I, guys go there. They wouldn't let him in. That's I. Did you hear this? The sound of this guy's voice. Yeah, I when can, he was singing like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. It, it doesn't. It doesn't good. come across how good that is. Oh no, no. So, so what you're saying oh, is in real life, in it's person, better. It's oh, better. Wow. It Tony, is way better. Tony, we yeah. are. Oh yeah. We're, we're talking about him as a <laughs> as he couldn't get into that school. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, look at him. Right. But only the good die By the way, we I mean, we almost did a video show from Ted Bundy's apartment when he was here going to the U cuz my friend they they've they've they've, they've kind of made that into apartments. It was a house. They just kind of made it to a bunch of apartments. But she lives there now. She lives in the apartment. In the well, except for it used to be a house when when he lived there, but now it's apartments. So she lives in the one of the apartments Ground in floor. that house. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised somebody wouldn't buy that up and then use it as a tourist, like a tourist, tourist. attraction or something. I don't yeah. know. Even if you, you know, they're around Halloween and things. He's like probably that. a Utes fan, and he's like, "I gotta hide the shame." Mm-hmm. There's no hiding the shame, Utes guys. Like that house in uh, in the avenues that they used in like Halloween, Halloween Four. Yeah, yeah, Halloween Four. Yeah. You know, 
they're just bothered all the time with people going. Ugh. You know, what's funny is that I, I don't blame him because we just saw, watched Hereditary and I was like, I wonder where that was. You know, when she went to the that lady's apartment, that's in Salt Lake. And I was like, I wonder where that is. It seems I recognize it because, I mean, Salt Lake's not that big. And, you know, you've been you can basically just driving around, be, you know, see basically all of it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd like to go check that out. Anyway, sorry, Joe. Where's that sweet? That sweet house has to be in Park City. Uh, no, that was Park City because they had the rolling hills up there. They didn't have like the big mountains up where they were living. And that I mean, that sweet big house. juicy yeah, house. house. Yeah, that, yeah, that had to be Park City for sure. The Are one you? that the that the family lives. Yeah, in? Uh-huh. yeah, that's yeah. in Park City. Look sure. that up, Tony Zoni. Tony Zoni, by the way, is staying in Park City. Right it is. Now. It is beautiful. Unbelievably well, beautiful up there. Well, it's that's why only rich people can be there. Exactly. Uh, Tony must be rich. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Go take a look at Iron Horse Drive while you're up there. That's where all the people that work the McDonald's and everything, that's really? where they live. And you cannot see it. And you're like, I don't know where this place is. Then you go, make a, right, a left turn. There it is. And then also your giant <laughs> apartment complex buildings. And it's like, <laughs> mad at you yeah. you know yeah it's like oh that's where they all live i did i have actually have no idea where that but is. it's beautiful because they've built it i mean it's not beautiful but they've built it down in this gully so it's like there's nothing to see here everything's wonderful I feel like that's here. terrible man and then all of a sudden you turn the corner and it's like oh there yeah all those people that's making right your, by that main making street. your burger dicks that's where they That's live. right by that main street that you cruise when Sundance is up there. No, I don't go up there when Sundance Let me is tell you something about that main street. Oh. It is a fuck. It's beautiful. But you can't. I hate it. Beautiful because, people. It is a nightmare. Yes, absolutely. Check that out while you're up there. Main street. We well, noticed. right now it'll be fine because it's not Sundance. You try to get there. You, you park 18 miles away because it's so full up there. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Well, we've noticed the difference even just from yesterday and today because it's really? starting to be the weekend. Yeah. And already you can see people are just kind of really floating yeah. in there. Because yep. the last, uh, well, we came up on Thursday. On Thursday, we had pretty much the whole place to ourselves for uh-huh. the most part. So. Yeah, it's a nightmare up there. But anyway, all right. Yeah. Sorry, Joe Redbeard. Uh, Uh-oh. Joe? Sorry. Oh. He was still on anyway, mute. So there's that. <laughs> um, Ofer out, in, out by Tooele right. and Mercer Cemetery which my my oldest son frequents a lot because he's uber goth and super black metal. Um, but one that really... Uh, I haven't been to the tunnels out in Ogden, but I, I don't know those. they are just uh, disgusting. The tunnels? <laughs> um, I don't even know about I tried to One that out sticks out to me is last year, about that. the year before, <laughs> uh, we did a family trip up to Montana... And then we drove um, from Montana to, like, Glacier and then Yellowstone and all that stuff. But as we are coming back, making our way back towards Utah, I wanted to stop at Ernest Hemingway's grave in Ketchum, Idaho, um, at the base of the Sawtooth Mountains. And I don't remember if it was between Idaho and Utah or between... Uh, somewhere in uh, Yellowstone and Ketchum, but we drove past this, I love like little old small cemeteries and 
know, we passed this sign that said, kind of a crudely made, made sign, um, and it said, Chili Cemetery. Hmm. And an arrow pointing up a dirt road, which goes up to the top of the hill. And chili, you know, just like the food, like chili. Like you're um, kind of scold. We didn't stop because we we're kind of in a hurry to get going. But uh, I definitely have it in the back of my mind to go back there and check out that little cemetery. Um, He's about to get GP'd. So that's one that sticks out to me and a couple others. Anyway, uh, I finally called the bone phone. <laughs> Redbeard, woohoo! You're one hell of a goddamn guy. <laughs> All right, so look, so he called back in because I feel like, wow, I thought he was okay. Hold on, let's make Mike Shane. Oh, whoa, whoa, gosh, Jesus. gosh, darn it! No spoiler I'm, for I'm going to spoiler say this, for next. Tony, call. what are you thinking about his uh, trigger finger tonight? A little quick on it. Well, and let's, let's be real. It's I mean, it's still early, that, and I'm not. Don't you hear that voice? And he's not Say even one eyeball in it yet. No, not even close. Yeah, yeah not he, even close. Yeah, he's 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 nowhere near a one eyeball. I I'll tell you what it is though. One and a I'll half tell you what it is. I go, oh, there it goes. People, I hate to keep bringing up sports, but it's like we got a game going on tonight that I'm very nervous about. I feel like maybe that's throwing me off a bit. Why are you nervous? I feel like they're winning. I mean, yeah, we're doing so fine. far. We're doing fine. But yeah, but I always get nervous. I lo- I love to let. Kids in their twenties determine my we mood. We have company here tonight. Oh, so I and know you've got uh, one okay. eye on the on the. Stream. No, I no, I don't. But it's game day, and I always have this kind of thing. It's a little nervous. I'm sure time. Joe's a huge BYU fan too, right, Joe? I'm sure he is because everybody, the, all my friends are huge. Joe Redbeard. All my friends are this side. No, they're all filthy youths because all uh, my friends are filthy people. They're all filth. All of them. That's why you love them. That's why I love them. Anyways, he's back. Hey, it's Joe again. <laughs> the bone phone hung up on me because I kept uh, talking. And it's I called getting GP'd. We'll explain it later. It like, that's not Redbeard. That's Tow Truck. Up already. No, this but is Redbeard. You don't know what you're talking about. He said it. You're typing too long. <laughs> anyway, um, I really enjoy the show. And um, <laughs> I don't mean to get emotional. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, um, I finally called in. So, oh, enjoy, Joe. You and, barely uh, stepped in. Yeah, you, you stepped into a fraternity of dudes who Going I want to hug. Am I weirding out? I feel like I thought that was tow truck throwing a, a no because a stink, he's got uh, that no because he's got that voice and stuff like that. But the thing is, is he said, "Ah, oh, this is Joe Redbeard again." That's what tipped me off. What he said that. I swear I was going, that is tow truck. Well, tow truck, I think the way he talks is a little bit longer and drawn out sometimes, like this his intonation of things. He's also a giant bastard. Well, that's well, that's I mean, the that's how we yeah. love him. Yeah. Uh, that sounds about right. But I, I was kind of having like a uh like well, a minute in Mandy where I was like, wait a minute. I was seeing two faces meld over each other. I was going, oh my God, this is Joe Redbeard and Tow Truck. Jesus. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I wish. I wish that would happen. Well, bless you, uh, Redbeard. All right. So just Julia called in, and I'm sorry to spoil it, but uh, let's roll out the red carpet, you guys. Mike, Shane, little Ritzy. It's just Julia <laughs> calling in Ritzy. with question of the episode this time which is some obscure weird creepy oddities that are in your neck of the woods yes maybe a legend strange piece of art 
This is a great question, and I hope you keep this one rolling for a while. And I hope folks call in because I find this kind of thing fascinating. It's always open. I love it. I got one here in beautiful downtown Hollywood, California. Mm, (laughs) Hollywood, California, hiding in plain sight. It is Hollywood's world-famous Museum of Death. I have heard about this place. this is not exactly what you guys are asking for, but I found this place. No, it's perfect. Creepy, weird fascinating, and right there on Hollywood Boulevard, just a couple of blocks down from Hollywood and Vine, the most incongruous place for a museum of death to be (laughs) there on the shiny streets of Hollywood. But it's there. It's still there, and I'm reading from the flyer that I got. That And I went there, and it is creepy, and I went there by myself, and I don't recommend that. It's not big, but it does have displays of all kinds of stuff that involves death. For example, but on display now, body bags, coffins, skull collection, the theater of death. That sounds like Shane's sex apparatus, Charles Manson and Black Dahlia climbing board scene photos. We weren't going to talk about that anymore. My bad. Used electric chair clothing. Oh, my gosh. Artwork by serial killers. That's used. This is like morbid and stuff. Used artwork? Used electric electric chair I'm going to tell you that suicide cult memorabilia was the most unnerving. Uh, They had recreated the bunk beds and the track suits that were used for the, what was it, Cult of Heaven? Kevin's Gate. Uh, That was not too long ago. Again, down here in Something Applegate. That was uh, uh, over 20 years ago. Joseph Redbeard Applegate. If you're ever in the the greater L.A. area and looking for something inappropriately creepy weird you know real quick i'm pausing it i love that i have the power back now this is easier because remember when i we in the old place i'd totally be like this and it was a little bit hard now i got my finger on the button now you're just like spinning in your chair like uh you know who like like the subject of that song that goes doop 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 do 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 like herbie hancock like herbie hancock yeah no no it's funny because like so Jenny has a house in San Diego. And so we go down there and I'm like, let's go up. Let's see this museum of death. And then I'll, and I'll say, Oh, I really want to see this. And then half the people are like, don't go there. But, but half oh, the everyone people, up there is going, half, but, don't go. But yeah, but then there are other people like, it's the creepy blah, blah. So I'm really excited. I'm, I've got it. I, we haven't been up there. I've been to, uh, next time we go, we, we, you, San Diego's like an hour and some away from LA. So it's a little and bit far. Say hello to the offspring. Cause they'll be playing no. some little bar no. somewhere in San Diego. No, the best, you know what the best thing say, that, hey, what's the lead singer from offspring separated. again? His name uh, is like George Clinton or something. I don't, it's not actually, it's George. not George Clinton, but it's George, George, Clinton. George, George Clinton's a funk master. He's the funk master. He's the funk master. Yeah. Yeah. George no, 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 but he's got great. He's got a great line of, uh, hot sauces. To be honest with you, it's better than his music ever was. Sorry. Oh, but, but in its way, respectful, and I want records. to emphasize that. Um, to brain this fool. The Museum of Death. Open daily, 6031 Hollywood Boulevard, Ooh. Hollywood, California. She's like a love travel log. I love you. Right, she called back, so this is good. And they say, go into the go into the, the finale of the this place. Is she go into this this room and it's got red curtains and they've got the severed head of the black Dahlia herself right there. You know, the black Dahlia. Oh, she, I know she died I on the Hollywood, but I don't think that I believe you. That's basically what up. that look was. Well, I no, didn't, saying, didn't, they, didn't they cut her? Uh, 
I don't know. I don't, they I cut her limbs I know off. about the Black yeah. Dahlia what I saw from... Surgically cut her limbs off. Yeah, I it just, was clearly I just know what someone who knew what they were doing. But did Jack they find the, the head? That's a question I would ask myself. Did they find the head? That's a question you should probably Google. Uh, go to 631 Hollywood and Vine and check it out. <laughs> in the. Uh, she called back in. She called back in. So here we go. Here we go. It's just Julia again. Oh. had one more thought that I forgot to add on to the last phone call, and it's this. Um, Mike, you guys are talking about what you might want to call the place where you do your recordings now. Yeah, the new place. Kind of, you know, change things up, and you've moved around a little bit. Yep. I don't know. The idea of the rec room where guys gather for beers and ping pong or whatever it is guys do in their family rec room. Ping pong and beer. I was thinking of the term the beer rec pong. room. At a W-R-E-C-K-E-D. Hey, that might just kind of be uh, what the environment's like right now. It still sounds yeah, all right. like the kind that's, of place you gather. That's the only person who's given do. us a name. Um, anyway, I vote That's rec what room. the kids call it. And love all of you. Get, Bye. That's what, yeah, my, my son now, my, my nine-year-old or ten-year-old, he's always like, Dad, get wrecked. So I, mean, so I beat no? his ass. And then, I, I don't understand. It's okay to beat your children as long Tony. as they're yours. Do you is know it, what get wrecked means? Isn't that like your kid telling you to fuck off? Basically. Yeah. Except is for it? without getting in trouble with their mom. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, we don't allow that kind of language. Are you serious? That's what it is? Yeah. yeah like, get like, wrecked. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, you fucking asshole. Yeah, you exactly. don't know me. I'll tell you what, if my kid ever said that to me, and like, I would make sure that he had pains where they don't see bruises. Really? Where they don't I see. just, I did not know that. My son says that all the time. Get, get wrecked. wrecked. Yeah. Well, he doesn't say it like, get wrecked, but he's like, get wrecked. Yeah. Exactly. Now yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Perfect sense. Get fucked. Hey, before we move on, yeah. she was talking about that uh, Museum of Death or whatever yeah, uh-huh. it was. A few years ago, my wife and I went to, uh, down in San Diego, it was the Museum of Torture. It was a- There's a, that in San Diego? Well, it was a traveling, it was a oh, traveling okay. exhibit. Okay. And it happened to be in uh, Balboa Park Weird, just creepy stuff. They have illustrations really? of how it would work and what they would do. And on one level, you look at that stuff and you're like, oh, this is pretty interesting. It's a part of history. And then kind of the reality of it sets in. And if you're thinking, oh, man, what? They actually did this shit to people. They yeah, had a, right. a thing. One thing was like a wagon wheel. And what they would do is they would tie you to this, this uh, metal wagon wheel thing. And then they would take hammers. And where your your bones intersected with the wagon mm. wheel, they would just smash your your joints. Um, they had that. What the, they used to call it the Iron Maiden. Yeah. Where it, it looks like a, almost like one of those rushing, Russian nesting dolls. Yeah. yeah. And there's spikes in there. And then they would have them. Do they work. have one of those? Mm-hmm. Oh, my and then gosh. They would close it on you. And the stuff, would it, would it was designed to where it would go into your body, but not deep enough to pierce any of your organs or to So you just bleed or, and so, bleed out. So in you, the... would, you, would, you would slowly be oh my gosh. Like getting, getting cut up, slashed up and everything. They had just tons. Of, they had the... Uh, the rack, like all that stuff that you see in the old timey horror movies, yeah. was all mm-hmm. there. And the rack stretching the body, it would just rip the all bones. your uh, your ligaments and your tendons out. Ah. So it's uh, no, I wish I wish that was a full thing because, like I said, we go to Saint or uh, San Diego every once in a while. Then uh, that would be nice to see. I, I mean, it'd be cool as yeah. shit to see an old Iron Maiden. I've never seen like one where I'm like, holy shit! They, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we use this. This is something that was put to use. Yeah. Oh, I, what? What? Sorry, I. Sorry, I gave you a thing. All right, I'm gonna pull back the curtain. Mikey uh, needs to pee really bad. Okay. So we're gonna take a little break, and All we'll right. be back. Sorry, guys. 
All right, sorry guys, I feel much better. My bladder is uh, less full, but my heart is always full. Here we go. Uh, we have Alan calling in. Here we go. Alan, love him. Damn it. Number one, that sorry you didn't call last uh, last episode. I Thanks to a drunk driver, I've been kind of out of commission for a little bit. Oh my but, gosh. So I'm a little bit behind, but I want to catch up. What uh, let's see. Starting with the last episode, the question of the episode, what horror family would I want to be a part of? I want to be a part of the Frog Brothers from Lost Boys. I think that'd be fun. They work at a comic book store and then hunt vampires at night. What's not to love? Let's see. uh, Also, you had asked what uh, Ailstorm album to cover. Oh. I say Sunset on the Golden Age. It's one of my favorites. So if y'all could do that one, that would be great. Put it in. And the question episode for this week. uh, Well, Sunset on the Golden Age. Georgia. Uh, It's an old, old town. They've got tons of ghost tours. Um, and there's just a lot of stuff that you can do. A lot of, there's an old hospital you can go look at. There's a, a bunch of cemeteries. It's just a really neat place. Plus, that's and it's a really south. I'm sure there's night. a ton of cool And shit. like I said, take some of the ghost tours. I highly recommend them. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Hey, thanks for calling in. I hope Alan, everything's all right. That sucks, man. Yeah. And by the way, don't let the drunk driver, who, why, who drives drunk anymore? There's a fucking Uber. Yeah, there's Lyft. You, you yeah. goddamn dummies. You G-dang. This goes out to all you drunk drivers. Stop doing it. Stop it. Cost you it. five fucking dollars to get a ride home. Stop it. Uh, no, I like your passion, Shane. Well. Oh, I forgot to shut the door. Let's just get, let's get this uh, last uh, voicemail in real quick, shall we? Yeah. Here we go. It's, uh, oh, your, your favorite guy from the Windy City. How weird would it be if Tony Sony called in and we got to look at him? <laughs> I was gonna, and then I thought, no, I'll, oh, I'm gonna be, be there, so I won't do it. <laughs> that would have been like a beautiful matzo roll. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Shrimp and Ricky should have called in. Yeah, he should have called in. That bastard. He's or... got a next time. Bring us sandwiches, Ricky, because uh, you owe us. Or in the in, in the in the vibe of Mandy, what if Tony Zoni and Ritzy Ricky called in the and they same were time. at the same time. They were on the same phone going, Hey guys, Dude, can't no, we? you're weirding me out, man. Huh? Oh my gosh. You're weirding me out. That would have been something. <sighs> All right. So here he is. Mark from Chicago. Oh, the shy, the windy. City hey, Mike and Shane. It's Mark from Chicago calling in for the uh, question of the episode. Sorry. I didn't answer last week, but I'll answer it now. Um, what was your, what horror family would you like to be a part of? Uh, not really horror, but it was a cool TV show back in the day was The Monsters. That'd be a cool oh, hell yeah. yeah. And, uh, what was it? This week's question was which, uh, area, like a spooky place or whatever in your neck of the woods would you like to check out sometime? Um, there's been lots of, uh, many stories talking about an area by, by me called, uh, Bachelor's Grove Cemetery. Mm. And uh, it'd be really cool to experience that at night and uh, see all the happenings that are there. I know a lot of people say they don't see anything, but I think it'd be kind of cool to experience it myself. All right, guys. Take cool, man. Well, excellent. I think any time you get it, I think uh, cemeteries. 
Yeah. Is this your, are you going? Is this your well, answer? Well, right I, I don't really have an answer because I don't know. I haven't got on Wikipedia to look around at. You've never seen. I know there's about so much Flow. creepy shit. I know about uh, Troll Town. Uh, Hobbit, Hobbit, Hobbit Town. Town. Yeah. I know about. Uh, <laughs> By the way, that's bullshit. I know. I Hobbit, know. Hobbitville. It's like, there's so just no so you know, it's on, there it's on 13th East. And basically you go there and it's like a super rich place because you drive in, there's like a little road that goes into just like a tiny little, you know, five house subdivision or something. I don't know how many houses, but I feel like one time to one person, a midget came out and it had this thing because we went in there one time. It was just a bunch of normal dudes. It's just like, huh. Yeah, the, nothing. and they were just smoking meth in there. They're like, dude, there's nothing <laughs> fucking Leave them alone, here. man, because, you know. See, I yeah, the legend I heard was that you go in there to Hobbit Town, and they got little houses, and you go down in there, oh, they're normal. and their little green eyes come out and go, get out of here. No, it's all real. I mean, that's all fake. Well, that's weird that I said it's all real when I meant to say it's all fake. Maybe that was some kind of a. One of them, it's a Mandy It's a little situation. slip there. Yeah. Sony. Sony, what, what you your, got? What's your, what's your place? Well, so the thing was about uh, anything that's weird or, or uh, kind of creepy legends. Plus, you can always make your own rules. We don't. Yeah. We're not going to be a dick about it. So, out in Arizona, there's tons of places and, and tons of hotels, and they all say they're haunted. But I think most of that stuff is bullshit, you know, because they they know, want they, people to come. Yeah, they just want people to come, and they've probably got stuff rigged up that makes sounds in the night. But there were several legends, and one of the legends was uh, from up north, where uh, I think it's called. Uh, Luana Canyon. And supposedly there was a guy back in the 1800s who was a prospector and he took his family out there and he would go out for a few weeks at a time, come back. Well, eventually he doesn't come back. She goes bananas. And this I is think where I heard it, something about this. Uh, the kind of the legend kind of splits off a little bit in one version. She goes bananas because he's gone. She chops up her kids because they're starving. Did and not so hear this instead one. of, instead of having them starve to death, she chops them up. Another version is, the original guy, her husband, leaves, never comes back. She hooks up with another guy, and he's like, these fucking kids. <laughs> so in order to, to uh, make their relationship go a little smoother, she takes her kids down to the creek and drowns them all. Yeah. And then as she kind of comes to, and this is sort of where the stories kind of intersect again, she comes to, realizes what she done, and then you can hear her on some nights if you're out there, you can hear her wailing and crying. and What have I done to the, my yeah, kids? Yeah, what have I done type thing. So He wasn't that good in bed. <laughs> <laughs> I killed all my kids for this guy. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's about the only... I mean, there's other stuff. If you want to, though, find a really good video on a, a possession of what I'll call maybe a blue horse god, there is a guy named Shane Diablo. Right? Did right. A video I was like, that's just like the has actual supernatural <laughs> happenings that occurred. Forgot about that. That's real. Be, uh, because he was doing the recording and he was saying, contact me, contact me. He couldn't hear it. But I could not the hear audio it, equipment did capture the actual the actual presence. That was uh, a test. And you passed it, sir. <laughs> There's no fooling me. And oh, by the way, is open the door. Here comes real. the guys from Ghost uh, Adventures. You're on the team. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So here's the thing. You've been listening to us for however long, right? We've talked about something. We've talked about 
Lily Gray, the what was it called? The uh, victim of the beast gravestone flow, right. stuff like that. Um, there are a, co- uh, a, a few little oddities here. Like, for instance, uh, have you ever heard of Gilgal Gardens? Uh, no. So basically, it's up on uh, it's up uh, it's Kitty Corner to Trolley Square, and you know down there. And basically, it's this one like old Mormon. Uh, artist right he made a bunch of like weird like it's like the joseph smith faced sphinx stuff like that yeah and you go back there, there's a ton of like really kind of creepy weird looking sculpture stuff like that um you've also got the summum temple which is basically a religion summum s-u-m-m-u-m a guy named claude Summum. corky noel see he so he basically i saw i wrote it down. i'm just gonna read it quirky Corky, Corky. Yeah. He said he had an encounter with the highly intelligent beings called Summa individuals who revealed to him the true nature of the universe. Uh, basically, blah, 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 blah. Now he has a little, uh, uh, what do you call that, uh, pyramid out in, uh, by, by California Avenue out here. And he actually mummifies people. You can get yourself mummified for I saw grand. him on TV. Yeah. So you can do that. But the one I'm talking about, the one I chose to talk about and bring up today is uh, called the Fun Time Kids Care. <laughs> yes. I pass it all the time. Yeah, me too. I do. 1248 e, uh, East, let's see, no, 1248 Third East, Salt Lake City, Utah, brought up and read it 2015. Basically, it's just like, it looks normal enough. If you're just passing by, it's like this big, bright green building with a bunch of kids, you know, hey, we're, we do uh, 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 daycare or whatever. Yeah, it's right? a daycare center. But there's never been a single person there ever. There's never any kids there. They the windows are all like covered up with newspapers and other stuff like that. And there have been people who have like gone in and said, Oh, well, why do we do this? Why don't we go film inside the windows and stuff like that? And one time one guy claims that there was a uh, a guy sitting in a chair looking at a at a, like a CRT TV of you know, that was just like a camera or something like that. He was just sitting there. There's uh male people that have gone in there and said for some reason, whenever I deliver the mail, it happens to be nap time and all sorts of stuff. So there's all sorts of uh, cool like conspiracy theory stuff like that. Is it a drug front? Is it an organ harvesting operation? A CIA black site? Ooh. Who knows? I take that road for 10 years from downtown I used to date music. a girl that lived like two blocks from there. Downtown music like, is... Any, if anyone knows anything about rock and roll and downtown music, right. where all the bands practice, mm-hmm. you know that... You got a solid bet of being hammered and driving your car home on Third East, and you pass yeah. uh, you pass this place, and for ten years I I passed it, and every time stopped at that light, I go, "What is well, the deal with this?" Because it still looks painted. Yeah, but the thing is, is in like the backyard, looking. in the back, in like the 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 playground of the back stuff. It's all like rusted and grown yeah. over and stuff yeah. like that. But the building looks impeccable. And it's got kids, fun, you know, all this shit all over it. And you're like, what the fuck so is this building? It's supposed to be a legit daycare. Who knows? Yeah. it's. I mean, that, as far as, I mean. Is there a number you could call? No, no. It's funny because we even, uh, people have even gone and like looked up the records, see who uh, who's uh, who owns, who owns it, it stuff yeah. like that. They've done all this stuff. And it's just some like company that's under, you know, whatever name. And they're just like, no, it's just a normal thing. But there are never kids there. I have driven past there at like 8 a.m., 9 a.m. When kids it? should be like out there playing and stuff like that. You know, getting to their, yeah. you know, their parents got to go to work. Stuff and there's like a that. school right next door. Nothing there. Nothing. It's creepy. It's Years. pretty crazy. 
And it's prime real estate. Yeah. I mean, 13th South, 3rd East, that is downtown. Yeah. yeah. You could put a Maverick there. Oh my gosh. I would you love to have a Maverick 7-Eleven. there. 7-Eleven? Well, there's a 7-Eleven up the street. You could put a- I do like Mavericks Circle better. Okay. What's the hot- uh, Yes, uh, the convenience store in Convenience Gaston. store in- yeah. Quick Trip. Quick trip. Quick trip is all over the place there. That and they've got the cheapest they got the cheapest gas prices, so it's always crowded. <laughs> yep. Quick trip. Be there, Arizona. And I think did they have come and goes out here? No, oh. but it's funny because that's one of my company's uh clients, so, so yeah. that's how I know. About come them. and go. I have seen a come and go. Not in Utah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel <laughs> like I, I, I think they <laughs> had one or two in Arizona, and I think they have they used to have a bunch back in Oklahoma and Texas. They were more popular mm-hmm. out there, I think. I, if I like, remember right. I feel like they're in the Midwest. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what do I yeah. know? All right. So there you have it. There are answers. There's everybody. Thank you guys for calling in. You guys rule. You are you are all owed a squeeze on the cheeks for that one. On your butt cheeks. Uh, well, of course. <laughs> where else are we going to squeeze them? Tony, where would you squeeze those beautiful collars? <laughs> You're right here before our eyes. I think I would I would approach them from the front and do a right? very gentle reach H- around. Pull them in. <laughs> Kind would of you pull, pull him in tight? The best well, thing about this is, is not only is he saying it, he is I he's would, actually doing it. I would pull him it. in tight, and then I would wrap the wrap the fingers around and mm. give it a little squeeze mm, mm, at the mm. same time, <laughs> with respect. <laughs> push my hips forward. Oh my goodness! And do a little bit of a, a grind, not how, aggressively, but just how a very kind of a grind? Gen- how well dente gentle. are you? I mean, are you? I like that. What percentage would you say? Yeah, forty. As far 70. as erect, you're twenty seven percent. I'm probably gonna go forty two point three percent. That's chub. a very specific. Uh, um, that's a very that's specific like percentage. what I like to shoot for. <laughs> if I'm in the locker room with the other fellas, I like to right. you know, be chubbed. Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah! But not forty two percent. Not like it's poking up. Say yeah. hey, hey, buddy. You, they, you, you don't want to be called Spike for the rest of your no, life. No. Yeah, forty two percent says. He's got a he's got a thing on him. Yeah, you know, on a somewhat related topic, oh, at the shoot. gym I go to, they had to put up a sign that basically said, "Hey, cover your dick up." Really? Now they they couched it much more uh, eloquently than the that. gyms. But at, at the gym, it said, "Make sure that you know you cover yourself appropriately." So I kind of wondered, like, how much dick wagon was actually going on? No shit. That they <laughs> to make actually it. had that that somebody complained, and and you know how we're all. Adult grown men here. Absolutely. We've yeah. seen a dick or two. And especially growing up in in my era. Yeah. Uh, 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 during PE, after PE, y'all oh, took showers. Yeah, absolutely. So everybody's dick was wagging. Nobody really thought anything. No. But how much of that was going on? I mean, was there somebody waiting out the door going, hey, look at this. Listen, I used, to work, walk in. I used to work for this company where we had a gym and shower, stuff like that. There would have been time, more times I can count on two hands that I'd walk in and there was... My boss, who, by the way, always perched himself right by the first ones, right when you walk in. With his dick out? No, bending over, so his, oh, so his asshole was that. right there. I walk in, and I'm like, God dang it, Carlos. What are you doing to me? That oh, is that and is a, I feel uh, like, invitation I feel like we needed what that is. We needed a sign for that, but we never got one. Yeah, yeah. dicks were out, though. He, he was expecting you to... He was saying, "Hey, do a little bit of that reach grind. in there oh, and no. get some golden trinkets." No, that was I. I cannot believe I know what his colon looks like. Anyhow, and he was saying, "Look at old brown eye looking at you." This <laughs> Best thing you could have done was a little is reddish said, too, which is weird. Well, yeah, you have a you have a lump get, there. Oh yeah, my you get goodness. a little pink eye sometimes. Yeah. And the weirdest thing is, is somewhere <laughs> in the world, Carlos is going. 
that dude saved my life because he told me about that swollen sore in my colon. He always said, he calls me it. up, leaves me messages. Someone saved my life tonight. Just like that. Anyone, honey bear. <laughs> That's the words. That's the words. All right. So let's get into the question for next episode, shall we? Yeah. Ooh, I'm excited. Oh, this is an easy one. This is an easy one. I, Are you going to call this in, Zoni? You going to yes, call this call in? Uh, I, I asked call this one it in every tonight. Year. Or, well, I won't do it tonight. Yeah, yeah. Be late. Well, no, you can do it tonight, whatever, but because it just goes to voicemail and whatever. This is an easy one. We ask this every October. Uh, what are you guys going to do for Halloween? Do you have traditions? What are you going to do? What have you done already? Uh, you know, just tell us your Halloween celebration plan, stuff like that. I like uh, that. If it's an attraction, yeah, nice. let us know what it is, where it is. Maybe because this will come out before, uh, or the next one will come out before Halloween. So, you know, let us know what you're doing, where it's at, stuff like that. Uh, call it in on the bone phone, 385-351-9273. 385-351-9273. Shane. What do we got next? Let's get into a band. Not any ordinary band, but a band that you may have seen back in the day, but they are, they're in 2018. They are Lucifer. What song are we playing? We're playing California Sun. All right. We'll be right back to talk about that album.
Well, now I'm not ready Mm because you guys were debating for. No, we're not. We were just discussing. Well, discussing, whatever, over a nice glass of wine. Tony, don't drink. Tony, don't drink. Great uh, local band. Tony, don't drink. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, here they are. Tony, don't drink. (laughs) Every song starts out. Tony, don't drink. My favorite one is where it's like a kind of a scream of, Tony, don't drink. Yeah. And then, I mean. That's scream core. Whatever. Fucking love that. I don't know what the kids call music anymore. No, it's it's obviously garbage, but. Oh, are you rolling? Yeah, we're totally rolling. Zoni, what's your favorite scream core band? I don't. I don't really have. What screamcore? Who? What bands are screamcore? Like the screamo stuff. Well, like my my daughter goes to Fallout Boy and she calls them heavy metal. I'm like, oh no, baby. She's been to a. She went to Fallout Boy last night. Holy shit! Two nights ago. Two nights ago. Damn. No, I bought her tickets for her birthday. Was it Usana? No, it no, was Vivint. Ozzy. Ozzy was, was last night at Usana. Yeah. The band we are talking about tonight are considered heavy magic rock. They formed in 2014 in Stockholm, Sweden. Their heaviness takes you back to a time of bands like Deep Purple. Tony Zoni knows about them. Thin Lizzy. Mm-hmm. Fog Hat. Slow ride. Take it easy. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know who it is. Yeah, and it is. Blue Oyster Cult. The magic is their beautiful poly cotton blend jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> and oh that God. this band could literally be the opening act for a deep purple or said fog hat. They tip their fog hats to the late 70s hard rocking sounds with a sexy Johanna Sodanus on their lead vocal. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. Lucifer. Like them on Facebook. Official Twitter is Lucifer Band. Official Instagram is Lucifer The Band. Official website, weirdness here. Hold on, weirdness mm-hmm. alert. Mm-hmm. Lucifer.church. That, I feel like that's a funny. I think that's a yeah. little bit of a funny. When I click the link, it takes them right Facebook. back to Facebook. Yeah. Well, that's because they because nobody cares about actually doing real websites anymore, these heathens. Is that these a days. weird thing? I never knew that you could could you go buy a, a domain name that's Oh, uh, absolutely. You can yeah, it's just called forwarding. Dot okay. Yeah. Yeah, you go to you go to cadaverlab.com right now and it just forwards you to a page on Corpse Cat's page. But can you make up your own thing like church? Right. No, 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 no. You can't make up your own uh uh like like dot com or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. You can't do that. Yeah. See, that's that's where my mind went because I'm I don't know the technical. Things. We're running out of dot coms, folks. It's 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 a tough time. Which leads you back to Facebook because <laughs> we all need more Facebook in our lives. <laughs> the album two or I I. It's their second release. Mm-hmm. Released July 2018, second studio album, nine tracks, 41 minutes long, produced by, oh, mm-hmm. Ola Ersfjord. Sweden? You may have heard his uh, uh, band's Primordial. Oh, yeah. Dead Lord. Night Vapor. 
<laughs> That's me right now. And Sorted Flesh. None of those. Actually. All the bands that Olaf Yesfjord has done, they all look like they came right out of a cream magazine of 1977. <laughs> this album is on Century Media Records. That's pretty big. What did you think about this uh, record? Really? Yeah. You're just throwing it out there. This I'm early. throwing it to How you. How shocked am I every time you just throw it out? I should be used I'm to this. I'm throwing it now. to you. All right. So let me tell you a little history with Lucifer. Yeah. 1970 band? August. No, no, no. No, no. This band. Oh. This band. Okay. Uh, so the first time I ever even heard of this band was when I was in Vegas in August for the Psycho Fest. Oh, there's this cute band named... Lucifer going, and I was going up to the room and coming down and whatever. I went and saw them by myself. I went right to the not the not the exact front because that's when all the that's where all the kids like get sweaty with each other, and it's like no, I don't. Did you get down there to see the cleavage? I I was close enough to see how beautiful the lead singer was. Yes, and by the way, yes, she I is did. very beautiful. That's oh uh, yeah, and you know she's like she's like I mean, I'm sorry, I'm looking out to make sure that there's nothing going on over there, but I mean she's tall, long blonde. Eastern, or sorry, Northern European, like, what do you call that? Scandinavian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, gorgeous. She has a great voice, and that was the first time I saw her, and I was like, oh, okay, she'll shit. So I went upstairs after that, because there was like, I had like an hour before the next band I wanted to see was was going to play. So I went up there, listened to them, watched some videos, I was like, oh, I was like, damn. So right after you watched them play live. No, yeah, and then I went upstairs to watch some videos and stuff then like that. Then you went upstairs and started watching videos of them. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is okay. So I'm into the. Of that. What would you call this music? Like, like I mean, it's '70s hard rock. Yeah, and it's like you know the. I love that kind of music, man. Late, I love like the throwback stuff. Yeah, you know, and it's. I mean, yeah, maybe it's not like straight up heavy metal stuff like that, but I mean, there were there. They have a lot of great tunes. I'm kind. Every once in a while, I get kind of tired of like the screaming, bloodbath type band stuff like yeah. that. So I'll heavy listen metal. to the Rosedales and I'll listen to stuff like that and. It's Is this like, some kind of an inside hint to me? Like, hey, why don't you play something? Why don't you pick something a little more mellow? No, this is not that at all. Little baby. What was he? Sweet little baby? Sweet little baby, you do what you want my to do. My sweet boy. My sweet boy. I'm, I'm my sorry. Sweet boy. My sweet boy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, don't, don't confuse him. That, that'll that hurt his feelings. <laughs> I mean, I've heard. I'm my sweet boy. <laughs> no, no, no. I, lo- I like this band. This, this album was great. I had a lot of highlights. Uh, Reaper on your heels. I like that because it's kind of a groovy, like, what about that uh, dancing with Mr. D? Do you know that's a Stones cover? Is it? Yes. It's funny because I looked it up and uh, uh, Mick Jagger has like makeup on and all sorts of stuff like that. And he's, Let's he's ask very... the oldest man in the room. Tony. That's, that would be me. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a song called Dancing with Mr. D? Meaning, By the way, Lucifer's version is better. I I'm, I'm not familiar with that particular. And thing. with Mr. D, is it what I think she's singing about? Dance with Mr. Ding Dong. Well, let's put it this way: if D- that's the case, I guess who else was singing about that? Dancing with Mr. Dick, Mr. Mick Jagger. Then again, that doesn't well, shock me after the the dancing in the streets video with Bowie. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and you know, there is a legend do. that they did make love, sweet well, sweet love in bed. And what's her name? Uh, Jagger's wife, I think, at the time, supposedly. Oh my! This in is quotes. Caught him in bed together. Oh my goodness! Right? No, but here's with the thing. a fish. Whatever. Where's that shark come in? <laughs> I don't know. No, I like this band a lot, man. 
Um, let's see. Let's see. I got some notes. They've got this is their second album. I did go and it's on Spotify, so I went and l- listened to their first one and this one. All pretty good stuff. Have you ever heard of the Oath though? This is a band that I'd known and I've listened to before. Joanna sang in that before Lucifer. She came from the Oath. Right. The Oath is not as good. It's a little bit less. Uh, I don't know. It's a little bit less. I I don't mean to say this like in a in a derogatory way, but it's a little bit less poppy than this. Because right. I mean these are. I mean this is all four four. Very, you know, you've got your verse, you know, chorus verse, you know, stuff like that. So, I you mean, know, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's, you know, it's decent. It's good music. It's a great hard rock band. And as I'm listening to it, I'm going, th- they could be, if someone held up the album cover and said, these guys pl- open for Foghat, yeah. I would go, I will not dispute that. Well, you would also look, say they opened for Foghat. That girl must be 72 right yeah, now. Yeah, she must be 72, but, but she's, she's not. not. And they play it to the hilt. They play the 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 I mean, I'm looking at video. They're playing like an old school 78 Absolutely. Pearl drum and no, set. No, and that's the same way. That's the same I mean, I saw it and it was in the big venue out in the Hard Rock Cafe or Hard Rock Hotel there. And uh, they're playing the big one where Danzig played, where Dimu played, where Enslaved played. But you got all the lights, all these like trippy stuff yeah. going on. They had the smoke stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I mean, this is like an old school rock and roll band. And they look, they look like they're from that. They got the they, squirrely little mustaches. The, you know, they, what I mean, about that guy with the little hat on? That's he's what kind I'm of saying. Weird like, well, yeah, he, well, he's Scandinavian. A lot of those guys are weird looking. Let's but I mean, he looks like, dude, you're going to be trouble. I looked <laughs> at that album cover and I said, my God, this guy is going to be the first to go. <laughs> I thought it was great. I liked it too. I didn't have any problems with it. It sounds like they are flashing back to a time where it was like 19, you know. Well, that's what people are doing now. We've got a lot of this. And it's funny because that whole Psycho Fest was a lot of like 70s type throwback bands. Like you call it Sludge or you call it Doom or you call it whatever you want to call it. But it's like basically all it is is like like black sabbath type stuff you know and it's like that's i mean that's a big deal right now and these guys fit right in i don't think they're the most unique or like the greatest right. one of them or anything like that but i mean like i said it was fun to listen to it was easy to listen to i mean i was surprised there wasn't a band within 30 fucking years that had that didn't copyright the name lucifer there was a band there from was the 70s a, called yeah, lucifer but they didn't copyright it it obviously. wasn't really a band though it was really? just one dude that kind of mm. went, hey, let's get something together Maybe it was here. actually Lucifer. I mean, because like the 19th, I mean, help me out here, Tony. It, the 1970s kicks in, and who doesn't want a band called Lucifer? Well, I don't know. I think maybe back then it would have been a little too too over the edge for Lucifer. Really? Like how much shit people okay, gave kids. And that was supposed to be Good nice point. and Satan's Good point. And, and they had album burnings and all that other kind of shit that was going on. Yeah, but that on. made the kids want to buy it. But and then you look at a guy like Alice Cooper, though. Right. So maybe, I don't know, maybe something like that could have gone in. But also a woman fronting the band. Not going to happen back well, in the Well, no, what about, uh, what about uh, the heart not, is, not that is, type of is, is classic rock. If you have a Fleetwood band called- Mac, maybe, or Fleet, something? Nope. If you have a band called Lucifer- and you have a, a lady who is exposing her breasts in a let me ask you something. Polly Cotton, you're, you're, jumpsuit. it's 1979, right? You're going to a concert, and you're seeing a band called Lucifer, and you figure out how to have that. sexual intercourse with the lead singer 
that's tall, blonde, beautiful. I'm loving it. That is probably the pinnacle of your life. I feel like if they were, oh. around, you're done. What was the what was the 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 uh, band where the lady had the fishbowl tits? Oh, mm. missing person. No, was that missing? Person? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. Think I don't know. You're talking about. Oh was, yeah, you're talking she, about. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're talking about. I I I cleared the glass bra. Yeah, she came out and she had a missing a, person. She her had name was like plastic uh, over uh, her boobs. and then didn't she have little uh, electrical tape X's on her nipples? That's oh, Wendy no, you're, Williams. No, no, you're talking to Wendy Williams. Yeah, and but, uh, what, was, what was that band though? Yeah. Yeah. Missing person had uh I can't remember her name. I want to say it's Dale. Dale Dale Bazio was the and she wore a glass bra and I was so horned up for that. <laughs> and it was like 1982. How old would a little Shane been in 1982? Horned Plasmatics. Pla- yeah, there well, it is. There that's it is. Wendy O. Williams. No, no, no. Yeah, I was looking for the band name. But the glass bowl titty thing that's missing person hmm. i did not know that um yeah i i thought it was great <clears throat> by I the way she it. blew her head off with a what? shotgun wendy williams did huh i just googled it and saw it that's how oh i know that yeah let me ask did you it have a picture no about about this uh this man you say that because i didn't get to hear the the music mm-hmm. so Show him a are picture. They, are they more like of a tribute band from the city? No. Or are, no, they taking, no, no. or are they taking their music and kind of infusing yes. it with like a 70s flavor? So they're still, they're Absolutely. still original. Yeah. They're, they're, they've it's, got their own originality. It's, it's totally original. It's it's good. It just takes you back to a time where you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. See, look at that guy in the hat. <laughs> that guy yeah. right there is like, yeah. you're out, dude. Because he's, you're wearing that hat. He's channeling the, the, uh, the early Judas Priest. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep, you yep. can clearly see that. In fact, Rob uh, Rob Halford might be going, hey, what are you doing? He called next Tuesday. Hey, give me my shit back. Uh, but by the way, there was a, okay, so I mentioned the oath. Joanna was in the oath. A guy named the one of the, so there's three, it's weird because there's like five guys in the band, but there's like, I feel like there's only three of them that are like on the album cover. And, clearly, but, three guys and, that are being shown in every picture. Yeah, I was going to say, and they just seem to be the featured guys of the band, but there was a guy named Nikki Anderson, one of those. He was in the helicopters, which was also mm-hmm. at uh, Psycho Fest, and I did see them. Entombed. He was in Entombed. Dude. Entombed. I love Entombed. I don't like best that. Song. Name their best song. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, oh, what's it called? My favorite albums are Left Hand Path. That is the best full album. And uh, I love... Uh, what was the second album? It was called uh, Clandestine, and my favorite song from that was, oh, I can't remember. I can I can play it up. What's it? What's it? Wolverine Blues. They were on. Uh, they were on. Uh, that's how they kind of got some notoriety from uh, Beavis and Butthead. But I was kind of out of them by then. Right. What's their hottest jam? Oh, no, no, no. You got it with the Left Hand Path. Any, I was going to say anything off that album, Left Hand Path. That yeah. is an exquisite album. Clandestine is, it got some jams too. Yeah, cool. But um, And we also, let's see, where are we at? Well, I got up on my notes. We also have uh, uh, Gaz Jennings, who was in Cathedral, which mm. we did on this show, episode 159, the Theatre Bazaar. Yeah. I didn't like that one very much. I didn't like the lead singer. Yeah, I remember Cathedral. They were a yeah. good band yeah. back in the, right. what, 90? Yeah, this was 90, 95. That almost 95. Yeah, 95. So. Yeah, whatever. I loved it. I thought it was just fine. It's, it, you know, it's it, if you're a fan of that kind of throwback stuff, mm-hmm. 
It's great. There's no songs on the album that were like, eh. No, there's not one. There's I not mean, a it's, stinker. It's a good rock and roll record. But that's what you're talking about is like a hard rock and roll record. Absolutely. I give it a high Spotify. I really liked it. I'm not. The thing is, I'm kind of inundated with this kind of band right now. Uh, and I, you know, I'll, I'll do a playlist, put some of their best ones on it, stuff like that. But yeah, I'll give it a high Spotify. I really liked it. I give it a, uh, I loved California sun. Yep. I love dreamer and I loved abracadabra from their first album. <laughs> right. That's that doesn't count though. And I was hoping it would be like, dude, how beautiful would that have been if they did abracadabra? I am with you. From Steve Miller Band. Oh, yeah. Abra, abra, cadabra. I want to reach out and grab you. Yeah, that's a beautiful song. I mean, dude, if they would have brought that home, it would have been, <laughs> I'll see you in hell, <laughs> Lucifer. I give it a, I'm giving it a bigger score than you. Bye. I'm giving it a low bye. Okay. So, I'm saying, so, check we're, it so out. We're, we're almost there. We're yeah, almost there. I'm saying, uh, uh, jot it down. Uh, as an album for on your Christmas list. Oh, I will. I would love this as a gift because what I used to do as a child was I would write down a list of albums that I wanted and whatever Santa Claus brought me or my mother paid for. And I what? would forget. Don't spoil. I would forget. Don't spoil Sandy. What didn't come to me because I was going, oh my God, it's a new Wasp record. Oh my God, it's this. <laughs> and if it wasn't in there. I would go, what was I? I don't know. I'm so excited about <laughs> you what were the I just perfect got. child. You were the perfect child on that. So I was, what are you giving it? Even though you've never heard it before. <laughs> You'll give it a check. I'd give it, it, a, out, I'd give it a high Spotify. Oh, the, that's a perfect score, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all, right, all can, I've you got. Can, you can check it out. And if you don't like it, you really haven't lost anything. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Yeah. What do we got next? We got some trivia. Is it about. It's about your dad. Give or take. That's give, what give or say. take. Give or take falls into that. All right, Shane, we're recording whenever you're ready. All right, hold on. I'm not hurting. I'm so excited. Tony Zoni's here. I'm he's excited. been sitting I'm with us for the he's, trivia. He's been sitting with us all night long. You know, a, a quick fun. Here fact. we go. Here we fun go. Fun nugget. Oh. Fun nugget. The one time, Ooh. the one time that I actually beat Mike in trivia playing right? at home. Mm-hmm. Not cheating, not anything. I actually beat Mike okay. one time. It's only ever happened really? once. Really? Interesting. so good. Really? I call in to gloat a little bit. I'll, I'll admit I was gloating. And then somehow that call got lost or deleted or, or something. Oh, no. I, 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 I probably I listened to it and was like, fuck this guy. It was, or maybe it was a post. I think it was a post on the on Facebook or something. I gloated as well. And I think Shane went to look at it. And it was at the time when sometimes you scroll up and it's like you accidentally hit on something. You want to close it out uh-huh. and, it, and it deletes it. And he's like, oh, fuck, I deleted it. So, no, no. To be real, oh, I don't care. I don't that's think. very interesting. I, I think so. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. And uh, the, the history of the trivia, I think Shane uttered one of probably the best lines that I have ever heard in my life. What? Right. In, in regards to you, young man. Oh. And Shane said, I quote, you know what you jocks are good at? <laughs> and Mike's like, what? Sore loserin'. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know that, what? I'm not going to like it. I like to win. As he Burned watches. Here. I as like to he win. watches the game behind. I like to I like to win. Come on. Who doesn't like to win? Tonight. All right. Here we go. 
Nicholas Cage Ooh. movie trivia. Here, here's oh, the thing. Why don't we do I, this? I might, I might. Why don't we do this then? Why don't we say it's me versus Tony? Tony gets the first shot. Ooh. Okay. For okay. I'll, so I'll, each question you answer first. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That sounds good. Here we go. Number one. IMDB gives this film a 6.8, directed by one Martin Scorsese, and stars Patricia Arquette oh, and John on. Goodman. Come on. Haunted by the patients oh, he failed to save. Well, maybe you can answer. Well, no, we'll I, get, I, we'll he, I feel like he knows it, but. Extremely burned out Manhattan ambulance uh, paramedic fights to maintain his sanity over three fraught and turbulent nights. What is that movie? Now, I I want you guys to notice here that even though I'm pretty sure I knew what it was, I did not interrupt. I let him. (laughs) No, no, right. We we should say this to Ricky. No, no, that's yeah, me. That's to, no, we, sorry, that's me. Right. I, I, have, I've been getting better lately, though. Oh, like, but yeah, you know, I've been trying. I've been still, trying. I've been trying. I think the name of the movie, if if I am correct, and I could be wrong, is "Bring Out the Dead." Turn up at the, the radio. That is correct. Here's a fun <coughs> nugget. I got one, so I, <coughs> for me, I've won already. <coughs> no, you no, no. have won. Oh yeah, Tony Zoni sitting here looking into my eyes. Look in my eyes. It's a great song by L.A. Guns. Can I sing you a song? Can I do some yes, trivia? Yes. I, I posted something on the... Uh, I'm going to go to Facebook real quick. Huh? I got a fun nugget, though. Do we want to hit fun nuggets? Yes, fun nuggets yes. first. Fun nugget. Every night during filming of Nicolas Cage, uh, Nicolas Cage would average going through 10 shirts through a combination of blood, sweat, sperm... And mud. Really? I added sperm in there, but blood, (laughs) sweat, and mud. I think that's probably an intuitive guess. (laughs) Right. Probably true. Right. (laughs) So I made a post on Facebook today. Oh boy. And this is this is trivia for you guys. I'm not gonna sing it. I'm just gonna say it. What song is this? The beginning of the song. Woo ah. Mm yeah. Ha 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 ha. Ooh, yow. Womb. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Is it something we know? Yes. Is it, is it era? I what, know what era. I got it. Ding. Can I, can I take a shot at it? Take a shot. Take a shot. I'm going to say it's poison. It's off of, uh, uh, look what the cat dragged in. It's, uh, it's, uh. Maybe. Ooh. No. It's off of. Uh, Do you want me to sing it? Ooh. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Whoa, uh, mm, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but a good time. Nothing. It's off of uh, open up the. Ca- oh, oh, yeah. No, no. no uh, yeah. Open up and say ah. Open up yeah, and say ah. I, See, uh, my, my musical knowledge is, is way down there. Probably even lower than Little Baby Ritzy. That is impossible. Yeah, Ritzy doesn't he, have any. He is dumb as shit. We love him. Well, I, yeah, I, lo- I hope and, he and, listens to this. And earlier, little baby Ritzy, I, I love you. Oh but no, I, we that all was do. Just a JK. We so, all. It's you know, a put, JK. Put the razor down. <laughs> yeah. Pull the shotgun out of your mouth. No, no, no. Actually, he should shave his head. Let's uh, let's have him pull that razor. It's out. very freeing. Oh man, I'm with you. Okay. Number two. Number two. Here we go. 
IMDb gives this movie a 5.5 directed by Brian Taylor and stars Selma Blair and Anna Winters. A teenage girl and her little brother must survive a wild 24 hours, during which a mass hysteria of unknown origin causes parents to turn violently on their oh, own Oh, shoot, kids. he got it. Do you know what that is? I know what it is, yes. Sir, sir, I know, sir. <coughs> Are you raising your hand over there? Tony yes. Zoni's yes. raising his hand. Well, he, like, he gets first dibs. What is it? Okay, what we'll do is I'll say the first part. I'll say the say last the, part. You say the last part. Mom. And dad. Turn up the radio. That's that actually a great movie. It's so I haven't good. seen it. My it's son so told me about that. He goes, I said, yeah, we're doing a Nicolas Cage movie. He goes, oh, you're doing Mom and Dad? That I'm is. All, I've never heard of that in my life. Oh, it's great. He goes, it's so oh, good. we're doing Mandy. I've started, I've started watching it, but I haven't gotten past the first five minutes. Oh, my Not gosh. because I was bored by it or anything. He it's goes, he goes full cage. He goes full yeah. cage in that one. It's He's great. He's just like, nang, 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 he, nang, nang, he nang, didn't go. He, oh, there was one <laughs> scene yeah, where I he went full cage. I feel like he went full cage in this one, too. Fun nugget. Uh, Nicholas Cage said this was his favorite movie. I can see in why. ten years that he had filmed, and this was the second collaboration between Nicholas Cage and Brian Taylor. Don't ask me what the other movie was. I was too lazy to look at. <laughs> Do you up. know what's funny though? Is it? It's not surprising he says that because basically this movie is him being cool dad and then getting pissed off at his kids. And who hasn't wanted to kill their kids every once in a while, right? Freaky. But he he goes immediately insane and he just gets free reign of all insanity it's amazing i love that movie it's great all right i gotta watch it's this year though isn't it last year it's, or it's very it's very that's yeah, relatively recently new. yeah it's relatively new mm-hmm. i gotta watch that and everyone so good call that in 385-351-9273 what's your favorite nicholas cage movie Con that he's done in the last two years or even oh. maybe a performance a standout scene even if you didn't like the movie maybe you had a standout scene that you liked Oh, that's when great. he punched that bitch out in Wicker Man, that's one of my oh, favorites. Oh, the bees, the bees. Uh, yeah, okay. Number three, IMDb gives this flick a 5.9, directed by Robert Bierman, and stars Maria Conchita Alonso and Jennifer Beals. After an encounter with a neckbiter, a publishing executive thinks... I know. That he's turning into <clears throat> a vampire. Nosferatu. <laughs> Is that your final answer? No, no it's no, no, love no, no. at first that's, bite. That's, no. Uh, oh. No. No. No, that was no, the Jim Carrey one. First bite. Sorry, that's that was the Jim Carrey one. My bad, my bad, but... One of the oh, greatest no, I was, movies I was of all just time. saying Nosferatu is kind of like a vamp. That's what a vampire oh, no, is. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I screwed like, up. Nosferatu. Right. But that's not my answer for the for the. Movie. Right. That was that, your, was that oh, was oh shoot that was I know some what's, flavoring what's from the thing. Uh, uh, what is your answer? I believe it was called. Oh, I know. Kiss of is. the Vampire. Nope. No Vampire's Kiss. Vodge! Turn up the radio. The greatest sexy times that I've ever seen is the Running Man, with what's her name. Maria Conchita, Conchita Alonso. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. In that outfit, I when I was a kid, I just said, <laughs> Mom, I, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm watching The Running Man. 
<laughs> He's like, my tummy stick is it's hard. <laughs> What's Girl, this cream? Tummy, I don't have this tummy stick. <laughs> hey, full disclosure, I've had that happen. Tummy, tummy sticks. sticks, yeah. Yeah. You know, you go to the... No, no, I'm not going to lie to you. The first time I saw Dr. Alien, I jizzed in my pants without touching it, and I thought I peed, but no, it was... Other than that feeling, that that feeling... I was like, this is the best time... This this feels the best best time I've pissed my pants ever. Yeah, you're like, how can I get that piss in my pants again? (laughs) Fun nugget. Fun nugget. Nicolas Cage playing Peter Liu ate a real... He ate a real cockroach Ugh. for the film. It reportedly took... People in Southeast Asia do that all the time. It reportedly took three takes. He once said about the experience, every muscle in my body didn't want to do it, but I did it anyways. Oh. For film. He's a true actor. <laughs> what are we on? Was that four? Commitment right there. Here's number four. Okay, okay. Wait a minute. How, how many... Did I win already? Yeah, you already got, you oh, win. Tony oh. wins. Let's, let's give him the five. big. Let's let's give Tony the big round of. You're the big winner. Oh my! Oh, I'm you're giving, the no, 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 big I'm gonna say, winner. I'm gonna say, Tony, you guys are getting like pretty. I love I love what's happening right now. Can I watch and film? Kindred spirits. We're just getting along well. I mean, as, I love it. You know. Here we go, number four. IMDb gives this movie moving picture. See, I've changed each one. <laughs> Talky. Uh, you guys didn't notice this, but I did. Well, you... Much like the movie Mandy tonight, I I threw in secrets <laughs> that you did not even know existed. Sure. But now you do. IMDb gives this moving picture. Name an album that has the same title. Moving Pictures. By who? I don't know. The Cure? No, this no. is not the question, but I'm, I'm just I'm it's, seeing it. Uh, I know of... Moving Pictures that Billy Joel... Moving pictures. I have no idea. By moving pictures. It had a great song called "Living in the Limelight." Rush. Oh uh, yeah. There's no great songs by Rush except what? "Roll the Bones." Let's be real. Red Barracuda. Uh, never well, much of a Tom of a Rush. I hate Rush, Rush except fan. for "Why them, Are We I, Here." Geez. Didn't really love them because right. we're here. Shh. Say it. I'm not going to drop it. Because we're here. Why are we here? Because we're, we're here. here. Roll, the Roll the bones. Oh my gosh. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm dealing with heathens. IMDb right gives this movie a moving picture. <laughs> a 5.4. Directed by Dominic Senya and stars Ron Perlman. Oh my God. Oh, that's a Hellboy oh. himself. And Claire Foy. 14th century knights yeah. transport yeah, a, knight. a suspected oh, I witch. I know what it is. To a monastery where monks <laughs> deduce her powers. Could be the source of the black. Oh shoot, I can't plague. remember this one. It's it's newish. Did you did you did you give us a little bit of the title? No. It's 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 witch. It's like witch something. Season of the witch. Oh my gosh, turn up the radio was for that Big it? Two. Was that, was that your final answer? That is final his answer. final answer. Season of the Witch. Turn up the radio. Fun, fun nugget. Kills. Nicholas Cage was attracted to the project because he saw it was a tribute to films of Roger Corman. 
from the 1960s. Yeah, it's also invariably starred the likes of Christopher Lee Lambert and Lambert (laughs) and Vincent. (laughs) Yeah, and who? Vincent Price Neal. You effer. It was. Uh, it was a real bonus for him to discover that Lee, hold on to your ass, <laughs> was to appear, that's right, appeared in the film season of the witch. Or the the witch. The witch. Man, oh man, oh Great man. trivia, Shane. You bring it every episode. You do. Uh, we got one more. Oh, I thought that was five. No, that's no, four. One more, one All more. right, one more. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's see if I IMDB get... gives this motion picture a. I use motion picture again. I used a skin flick and all the rest earlier. Skin flick. Well, that's that's what you oh. call in the business a callback. You're you're bringing it back. Callback. Well, Very he's prof- nothing IMD... but a professional. Here we go. I, thank you. Thank you for that. IMDB gives this motion picture a three point seven, directed mm-hmm. by Neil Libet. Well, who? And stars Ellen Burstyn. I know this. This and is already Sobieski. By the way, hot or not? Ellen Burstyn? No, no, no. Lily Sobieski. Because sometimes she's super hot. Sometimes I got to see a I'm picture like, of her. Was oh. she the one that blew uh, Vincent, what's his name? No, 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 no. Rabbit Vincent movie or Van something? Vincent Van Gogh? No, in, blue, in, black, in Brown Bunny. Brown Bunny. Oh, no. That was... That was, was that? that's hot. I've looked at on uh, on RedTube a couple times, and I'm like, <laughs> Jesus... No, that's it's a real actress. No, that's her, but but and yeah, she looks super pretty yeah, in that. She's cute. But the thing is, is sometimes she looks super hot. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, but that no. You know, she's she's what you would call if you saw her, you'd be like, yeah, I got a chance. Strike that. Yeah, I yeah exactly. I don't look things up on Red Tube. You got to hurry uh, because I got to pee so bad. I got you, you guys talk. I go to uh, what's the one that I go to? I go to you, X you, videos. Really? There's no uh, there's no goddamn uh, weird viruses that you get from there. If you go through your Google, uh, you know, uh, are you with me, Tony? But like on a private window? Yeah, just well, just like if you go through Google yeah, and then yeah. hit it, then you're not getting weird viruses. I'm well, just uh, you can look, go through. They have different uh, different browsers that you can do that that uh, I don't go through those Foxfire and all that. But you can do things like uh, like a search engine because uh, uh, Google's look, a search engine, so you yeah. can do like DuckDuckGo. Or uh, Jesus, what, what is this? Is that really? Is that a real thing? Duck, duck, duck go. go. Yeah. And then there's um, there's I'm also, very old school. With there's my also another uh, browser that you, if you did it, you could call Brave. Every time I've been to RedTube, boom, virus. Listen, every time I've been to X Hamster, it was a dog. No, no, but let's be real. As someone who never watches porn, me, uh, you should never go to that. That's a devil's. It is the devil's, you know, and, but you know what? My lust just says, you know, devil, hey, you know, let me keep living, but let me uh, masturbate too. But I would say you porn if I did watch it. But anyway, you porn? Is it you porn? It's what you? about, what about, uh, porn oh, hub? don't, Pornhub. Porn porn I don't, I get, oh, it's, no, it's Pornhub. You're right. It's Pornhub. Yeah. I go X videos. Mm. That's where I don't get, uh, viruses. Yeah. Hey, Good news, you've got a virus on your phone. The government wants to rape you. You were watching that video. Now they're fucking you. How do you like that? Uh, here's the fun nugget. 
The film is dead. Oh, here we go. This is very interesting. The film. Oh, I love this. And we will all love this because we're all Ramones fans. What's your favorite Ramones song? Hmm. You know, I always liked, uh, it's the one that everybody is real familiar with, but I always liked Rock and Roll High School. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of blanking on it now, but. Pet Cemetery, sedated. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pet Cemetery's a great song. I don't want to be buried. I love it. In a Pet Cemetery. I'm not a big Ramones fan, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, well, they, they sound. My favorite's a song called, I can't remember the, the name of it, but it's a slow song. It's on the end of the century. Call this in, 385-351-9273. It's a slower song, but it's talking about summer. It's not coming to me. I don't, I don't recall that one. Call it in. If you know it, here's the fun nugget, and we'll call it a day on did we, did trivia. We, did we answer the the name of the movie? I think I don't think we we did the name. Wait, of the what, movie what was the last it. one? I I don't think we. Did. I think we got it. I think you had to go do a. Pe- you knew it, and then you had to go do a peep. Right, so, well, what, so, so what, what is, is it, it again? No, tell us to re- repeat I, I need, it. IMDb I mean, gives us a three point seven. No, that by was uh, Wickerman. Neil Lebut. Yeah, see, yeah, we hadn't answered Wickerman. it. Yet. Yeah, it's Wickerman. But you had, yeah, you had said it before. Oh, yeah, I had mentioned That's, it. So he's saying Wickerman. Is that is that correct? The radio. I don't think I would have gotten that one. So no. I got four out of five, which is for me. That's it's not bad. Pretty That's good. good. Four out of five is coming tight. in cold. So four out of five ain't bad. And great song by L.A. Guns. Absolutely. By the way. <laughs> four out of five ain't bad. <laughs> From their twenty nineteen nugget. Album. This film is directed, is is dedicated to the late musician Johnny Ramone, who introduced Nicolas Cage to Robin Hardy. No shit. His original Wicker Man. Right. Did so Robin Hardy saw this abortion? So they both died in the same bed. Wait, hold on. Oh, right sorry, up. sorry. We're still doing Johnny Ramone. Johnny Ramone and Robin Hardy made love till they died. Together in bed. So, no. Oh, okay. I, I don't know how that worked out, but the movie was dedicated to Johnny Ramone. No shit. Oh, that's beautiful. I got some trivia for you. Oh. The Wicker Man had a sequel that came out much later, directed by Robin Hardy as well. Oh, boy. And we've, I don't know, if, I don't think we did it on the show, but I know you've seen it. What is that movie called? It was a sequel to The Wicker Man? Yeah, like, like, I mean, what was that, like 70-something? This was probably 2010 or two, from 2000 to 2018. Can you give me anything more than Robin Hardy did a sequel? It rhymes with The Ricker Tree. Are you shitting me, Shane? I'm going to say it is the tricker tree. <laughs> it's the wicker tree. The wicker but, tree. Oh, there but, was a, yeah. there was a, it was I, not I, nearly I as good. heard of that. Oh yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not great, but you know, what do you do? Well, I guess I lose. Tony, congratulations to you, sir. I you did, I it. did it. I did pretty you well. Did you are it. the winner. You did it. Tony. You are the king. Tony is now, the but, king. But you knew him. You knew him all right. Except for one. This is not about me. 
We're making it. It's, about no, you. no, it's about you. This is what it's about. You know what we got right now, you guys? I have no idea. We got a trailer for a movie called Mandy from 2018. Why don't we go ahead and listen to that, and we'll be right back to talk about it. Oh, my God. Yum, yum. Crimson, primordial sky, the wretched warlock reached into the dark embrace. His fist closed around the serpent's eye. Strange and eternal. What you gonna do with that thing? We're going hunting. So what you hunting? It's crazy evil. You think you're so in love? I'll show you love. Oh man, they wronged you. Ah! Ah! the cosmic darkness. It glowed from within, strange and eternal. All right, everybody, we are back. You just heard the trailer for Mandy from 2018. IMDb gives us a 6.8. Written and directed by Panos Kosamatos. He also wrote and directed a movie called Beyond the Black Rainbow. And by the way, I did watch this. It's a very bizarre and surreal film. Not unlike this one so much. However, kind of unlike this one so much. Because it's different, but it still has a kind of a weird trippy vibe. Um, he did some camera and electrical stuff on Tombstone and a, and a few other movies that are kind of bit, kind of a big deal. All right. Oh yeah. You see how right? Like I'm you- sorry. I'm just like Tony Zoni just unfolded a page full of fucking notes, and I went, "Oh my god." <laughs> yeah, Shane. You may or may not have a few things to say about. No, I hope this. so. I hope so. Here, here, here's the thing: as a guest, I know pretty much most of the time. Sit here, shut the fuck up. No. So even though I do what? have. Do have some notes. You well, are. I know, I know you are. Them, we're going to have listen to this. We're going to have Tony's corner in a minute. Are like, oh man, can't this shut guy. up. This guy up. has literally heard this podcast. <laughs> I want to hear Mike and Why? Shane and not some prick from Arizona. No, 
So I hey, know, you're I not play. some prick. Do you know the irony? BTW. The irony of what you're saying is this. So me and uh, Jen were watching a movie, and she's like, in the Halloween trailer comes on, and she's like, what do you think about this movie? I'm like, I am withholding all judgment. Right. Because, you know, I don't listen to reviews because people are assholes, and I don't listen to reviews. She goes, that's ironic because you literally do a podcast where you review movies. I'm like, I, people don't got to listen to me. Yeah. It's all me. about my review. No, yeah, fuck exactly. it, man. You know what? I feel it's what like, I do. I feel like the world needs to know Shane Diablo, and that's why no. we do this. That's why we do this podcast. The movie needs- He is a treasure. The world needs- Hey. Treasure. Jesus Christ, I'm still alive. I, Say this at my I funeral. I will not be silenced. <laughs> I will not be silenced. <laughs> right. You and all I friend, want is treasure. my ashes to be inside of a piano and have you guys bang on it so the ashes fly out of it. Oh, can I can I play uh can, can I play the piano when it's going up? Yes. Did you ever know? You can play that song from my... Guns N' Roses. Oh, November Rain. Yes. That's the one thing I ask when I die oh, no, is that, that you learn how to play that song. What about Wu Tang Shame on a Nigga? Uh, what about that one? Song. Well, I'm, I'm not familiar with it, but if you know all the bars. <laughs> no, no, no. To be real, I will do that. I don't know if you know this, but growing up Mormon, obviously, we know how to play the piano. Because every Mormon Well, kid I does. know that, but do you learn to play the song from Guns N' Roses? I album? can read music. I will do that. Once you die, it will take me exactly 35 minutes to learn that whole song. You just flip the page open? No, I just have to look at it, and I can do it. Yeah. Put it on the, put it on the mic. Jesus. I do like the sounds of that. It's old school rap. Oh, yeah. Sorry, hip hop. Is that the well, correct it's, it's now hip hop, but rap. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right. Shame on an inward. Yes. They like to run an inward. Tony Zoni bringing it. All right, turn that off. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. God damn. All right, this movie stars Nicolas Cage as Red Miller. Andrea Riseborough as Mandy Bloom. Linus Roash as Jeremiah Sand. Bill Duke as Carruthers. And a bunch of other people that we will not be talking much about right. for the remainder of the show. The plot. Red and Mandy have a pretty good relationship going. Not bizarre, necessarily. Loving. But they seem to be two people who've been through a lot of shit in their life, and they finally they are finally finding peace in each other. They're both very unique people. Obviously, they're in love, and they seem to have found each other as soulmates. Can we agree on that? Yes. Small mountain town or something. Oh, hell. Just point, living point together. Order here. In the opening credits, they, they very specifically put up the King Crimson... Yes. The song. I, I, I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Called, uh, what the hell was this song called? Star, uh, Starless. Yeah, Starless. And if you, there's not a whole lot of lyrics to them, but if you read the lyrics, I'll kind of paraphrase it. It's a lot about, there's all this beauty around me, but when I look inside, I just see emptiness and hopelessness. Yeah. Mm. And so I took that because it was so prominent in the, in the opening credits, like, oh, okay, pay attention when you hear the song. Right. And you you see that when Red is first introduced, and you get a little bit of the tailings of that with Mandy, and so I took that to mean that they were both people, like you were saying, who probably, although we never really get an explanation of it, were yeah. probably very damaged, yeah, very hurt, um, going going down some uh, 
uh, some dark roads to where that's who they were. They were people that even though they were surrounded by a lot of beauty and there were good things out there, when they looked in at themselves, they saw nothing. What and the then, sh- And then when they, when they came together, like you're saying, they kind of complete each other. They, they're really, really good for each other. What's your favorite planet? Jupiter. Or maybe Saturn. <laughs> so, no, no, no. So, so okay. Tony, I'm glad has notes because you know what? He's going to, he's going to do this, Shane. He's going to do it. You do you. We're well, of course. Do, we're I always do, do me. No, but that's awesome. So, okay. So they're living their lives until one day, uh, Mandy's walking home from her job at the corner store, you know, in the, you know, in the middle of nowhere, it's like, this is filmed in Belgium, by the way. I didn't know that. It, what? Yeah. Filmed in Belgium. Oh, I would have thought maybe like Toronto or something. Yeah. Just Belgium. Because, yeah. For okay. sure. That's why there were so many uh, like European guys on this because they have to mm, fill a quota right. for their you know for their film whatever yeah. to get funding whatever. Anyway, so she's walking back from her job. You know, it's funny because it's like the first hour of this movie was us getting to know Red and Mandy, and also us getting you know a peek into the Children of the Dawn, which is a cult, which I'm going to talk about in a second. But I'm not going to lie to you. This the first hour though, I feel like it's pretty slow. Yeah, two. It was really, movie. it was really like I don't know. It was, it felt really good to me because of the relationship that was going on. Nick Cage, Nick Cage didn't Nick Cage out until like a little bit later. Nick in Cage movie. literally had a paragraph of of dialogue. Words. Yeah, dialogue yeah. Uh-huh. through the first hour. No, absolutely, and and it was that knock knock joke, which was, by the way, excellent. It was anyway. So. Um, She's walking on a dirt road, going to go home to Red. A van holding a van, like an sorry, a van. Like I said, I thought I said a van, and a I'm van like, that's holding. two words. A van holding uh, or carrying the children of the new dawn, a cult, a messianic cult led by a guy named Jeremiah Sand. Jeremiah notices Mandy walking home from her job, and there's you know, and uh, he exclaims, "He must have her." So ba- I, I, we're just going to, I feel like here's the thing. The story of this is pretty, I, I mean, it's not, there's not a lot to it. So I'll go over the story and we'll talk about, you know, the, the, the deeper parts of it in a minute. But basically what he does, he's, he's a leader of this band. He sends a biker group called the Black Skulls, which were kind of like Cenobite bikers type of thing. They kind of looked like. I was thinking, are they demon-esque? But then the end of the movie. Well, no, we, of- we learn why they're like that because of yeah. the bad batch of LSD. Right, that they did. Right, but it's fun. I like it because so he he sends a, a couple of people out. He sends the sacrifice, and they summon this this not biker in like ATV stuff like that with the horn of Abraxas. I'm not sure the uh, significance of that name stuff like that, but they summon them, and basically they get these guys. They they get this this group of people who are insane. They look like Cenobites, stuff like that, to come and overtake them. So Jeremiah and his people can come, and uh, obviously uh, Jeremiah wants Mandy, and and that's basically what they're doing. Because God told Jeremiah he can have anything he wanted, except for a career in music. I mean, because, I mean, they talked about that, and he's like, oh my gosh, these guys didn't understand my music, and they're shitty. Hey, look at my uncircumcised dick. And it's like, oh. That uh, hint of uh, Charles Manson. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that was a good line for Mandy. She's like, "That's your album? You yeah. you wrote that?" <laughs> well, yeah. you know what the biggest problem is? Is so he's there, he's giving her the 
So basically, they Mandy, they give her some uh, LSD in her eyeball. I didn't know that's how you take drugs. I don't know. You can take drugs in your eyeball. I, I usually oh, yeah. prefer to take uh, maybe a, a tampon, soak it with vodka. And Jesus. And stick it up your... Wow. <laughs> Dude, gets, I'll tell you. Uh, I did not know you right could away. do that either, right to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, you I, mean, can... I mean, I've heard. I've heard. Oh, wow. Well, you can put course, any kind of things in your ass and that'll go right to your... I'm right just a, I'm just a naive right little boy. I don't know. I don't know. Call back. You well, you know, Shane and I are a little bit older, so. Oh yeah, but the thing More is, experienced, is worldly. this is all. Hey, you're this way is older all, than me. That's true. <laughs> this is all news to me. You can put drugs in your eyeball. Yeah. Get high and then get uh, zapped by a giant wasp. Yeah. Was that the cherry on top? I have yeah. no idea what that was. I, I I felt like this is one of those movies where I feel like I'm watching things. And I'm like that probably means something. I don't know what it does right yeah. now. And I feel like the wasp was kind of one of those things, right? But anyway. So he makes her all high and they all get together and he's telling Mandy kind of, I mean, kind of, I don't know if he was trying to talk her into sleeping with him, but basically he was telling him, telling her what a wonderful and, and open and like, like woke. Is that, that's a shitty word. I hate that word. I hate that. I got woke. Baby. No, but I, but, but just what an enlightened, I feel like that's a better word. An enlightened guy he was. Yeah. And then he pulls out his dick and she starts laughing at him and it's like, this will not do. Because Nick Cage has got a bigger, juicier one. I mean, I would love to see it. I'm not going to lie. Just for well, curiosity's sake. Yeah. Not for a hot sex sake, but for curiosity. I mean, uh, what's her name? Uh, Michael Jackson's uh, Elvis Presley's daughter got to see it. Shut up. Yeah. Was really? He, wasn't he married to? I have uh, no idea. Oh, Priscilla Presley. That's the mom. The daughter. I don't I can't remember her name. Yeah, she really. Was, she was married to the same man as Michael Jackson was. Was her, it Lisa, the w- woman, Lisa Presley? Lisa Presley. Lisa Presley. Yeah. I did not know any of yeah. this stuff. So anyhow, and like I said, I'm going to gloss over because he was horny for more Elvis Presley yeah. knowledge. Yeah. He played Elvis Presley in Leaving Las Vegas, didn't he? Like a Vegas yeah. uh, Elvis impersonator. So maybe that was it. It's getting weird, dude. It's, this whole movie is weird. Nicholas Cage getting in there. Jesus, <laughs> dude. So, well, obviously he gets mad when he laughs at his uncircumcised dick, which is funny because I watched this when I was super drunk and I felt like that dick was out for like a half an hour. I watched it last night again and it was out for like two minutes. And I'm like, yeah, that seemed a lot longer when I was drinking. I know he was standing there forever. It was like, I was drinking at the time too. I was like, Jesus, he's just going to stand there forever. It's like, it's right out. It's like, please put that away, sir. I had to experience that stone cold. Well, sober. I, you know what? <laughs> you know what I thought? I thought he was going to be sitting there talking to her. So I'm, you know, looking at his dick, waiting for it to rise up. Like I thought he was. I thought it was going to be some weird thing where it's like, oh, he's getting a hard on right there before my eyes. I've never seen it. Have you ever seen a a, a hard on? I mean, have you I ever mean, seen yes. something go from from? Before it's, I in do your a hands. lot of mirror work. Mirror work, if you Tony Zoni. Oh, I'm not talking. But have you ever seen it go from limp to hard as a rock? Like every day. <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. The only thing I could look oh at the God. whole time was that uncircumcised and that little, like the hole in the front. I'm like, that's weird. Listen, I'm an American. I'm a you know born into a Christian family. Obviously, all I know is that every time I'm looking weird. at my penis. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's either soft as a fucking uh, what a, a dead squash, 
Yeah, I feel or, like that's the go-to. Or hard as a cucumber, fresh off the You've never seen it in the middle? Well, I mean, you know, you play with it there. <laughs> but you're always kind of... For kinda, fuck's like, sake. Oh you're my always kind of looking at the stars or <laughs> thinking about something, dreaming about oh something like, gosh. oh, remember, remember that? You know, do you remember the time? That's a call right. back to Michael Jackson. But okay, so he's pissed off. He's like, I don't know what the hell's going on. Why doesn't this woman want to have sexual intercourse with me? Because I am God's chosen person. He said I can have whatever I want. She doesn't want me. So what does he do? He gets them. He he puts her in a, in a sleeping bag. Is, First is, of all, he ties up Red in barbed wire. Well, yeah, Red. Remember, Red has been outside because so when they came to the house, they basically them and the bikers basically knocked them out. Right. They stayed in the house. At first, I didn't realize that, but they stayed in the house. They just took Red outside and tied him up to yeah. a tree. And I think we're supposed to believe that he can see all this shit going on. Like, oh, yeah, that would be I, I wild though, right? Because they're they're in that front room where all the the windows. whole front of the yeah. house is just windows. Yep. So basically, he gets pissed off. He puts her in a sleeping bag, ties her up in the sleeping bag to a swing set, lights her on fire. By the way, the what did he say? The darker the whore, the brighter the flame or something. Yeah, show. that yeah. guy was creepy, dude. Yeah. That old guy was like, yeah, he says, the, 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 yeah, brother, is that what he said? Is, yeah. is the yeah, guy. Brother Swan. Yeah, Brother Swan. The fucking dirtier the whore, the lighter yes. the flame. The brighter the flame, yeah. Well, so up until this point, it's been kind of a drama. It's been very slow. It's been very trippy. We'll talk about that in a minute. But at this point, Red gets away. We have a bathroom scene, which, by the way, that's when he goes Nick Cage. But from here on out, it's basically we get to know, we we, we get to see him dealing with the pain, getting revenge. And that's the rest of the movie. So would you guys, what, what do you guys have to add to that? I thought it was absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know what the hell I was watching. Yeah. I was like, it was great. Okay. I'll tell you that. It was great, but it was like, what the fuck with the the lighting scenes or whatever the the the, the colors of it? Of course. Her very true. Eye. Did you notice her eye? Do you know what's funny is she's a very she's a very beautiful woman yeah. in real life. And they made her look like a hippie and, you know, whatever. Here's the thing. This is the kind of movie that makes me think I got to notice everything because I bet you that it all means something. And it's something that I want to go back and watch again to, to, to kind of figure out all the little, you know, I guess, extras Two in a or whatever. Row. But the thing, yeah, exactly. But the thing is, is there's a whole other subplot that I didn't even mention about the chemist and him making LSD. And by the way, that's what made these, uh, the, uh, shoot, what's the biker gang called again? The black, whatever's the black. Was it the black riders? The black riders. Yeah. I think so. So basically they turn out to be these subhuman, whatever, but it turns out that this guy effed them with this bad batch of LSD and they just kind of turned into these demon like folks. Right. And I don't know, Tony, what you got to say? So for me, when I when I initially started watching this, you you're you're immediately taken in with the colors, the color palettes that they're using. A lot. What of, about a, the music too? Because um, that was a big thing for me. The music, a lot of this stuff. So it, and by the way, that Johan Johansson died. Yeah, he's dead. He Ooh. of a drug overdose. The composer. The composer. Oh, wow, that's right. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's from Iceland. Yeah, and I huh. think he was in his 
mid to he's late forties or something. I think yeah. Wow. Right okay, but, I did not know that. But yeah, if a lot of it reminded me of certain aspects of the movie Heavy Metal. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of the the, the type green. of music, the the atmospheric thing, especially in the very last uh scene or, or the the scene in heavy metal where you have that like that warrior woman who goes mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a post apocalyptic thing there we go <laughs> um, i haven't seen that in fucking 30 years but the uh the color palettes that you see and then you were talking about that bathroom scene that's when you you get for the first time a break and you're seeing like harsh lighting yes all that other stuff but overall i think this is probably a movie that you're either gonna love it or you're going to hate it. You're going to either say, what the fuck is going on? Why can't I see anything? Why is everything so dark? Why did they choose this? Why they wouldn't have this in their house? You know, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Sure. Um, I I liked a lot of the, just even the fonts of when they would show like the shadow mountains. And again, that takes you back to that kind of that mid seventies in there. I love the animation. He would go into the dream sequences. Um, I loved, I liked the movie. I liked it a lot. I've watched it. I watched it a couple of times. Uh, I will probably, well, we'll get to that later. Uh, I know I'll watch it again. There's, there's a ton of stuff. And like you were saying, I felt that there was two very distinct stories that were being told. Oh, absolutely. So you have the, and it's almost right at that first hour mark. You have uh, kind of an ethereal fantasy like scene that they live in where everything is pretty good and everything's pretty mellow. And then when the children of the dawn kind of roll in, that's when it turns in again to that, uh, sort of a very simple revenge thing. And Mm -hmm. it also, if you look at a lot of like the, the Greek tragedies, um, Oh, he's getting way, you have like the heroes uh, uh, journey. Yeah, Paradise Lost or the Dante's yeah. Inferno like from Mil- yeah. situation. Yeah. I have to fucking go and kill the fucking to get. Do you through. know what's funny is you mentioned heavy metal, and that's the the, the there was two parts where there was like a, a very heavy metal vibe when they pull out the horn of Abraxas. First of all, there was like a yeah. very green light. It was blinking green light, and yeah, I mean, obviously with with the heavy metal, that that's all it was. That orb that was talking to that little girl in the, in the house. stuff. like, there was two scenes like that. And I feel like that was, I mean, I feel like that was, I mean, I don't know if it was, but very deliberate kind of a thing because the whole movie, especially the first hour was very like, so we, I talked about the time when uh, the cult leader is talking to Mandy and kind of telling him what a great guy is. There was a scene where her face was overlaid on his. Yeah. yeah. Morphed back and forth, yes. back and forth. And it's like, and that, I mean, that was wild because it's like, I'm I'd watching. never watched that movie on shrooms. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, you're going, wow. <laughs> you no. could literally not tell the difference, you know, until you could tell the difference. Well, and, the, and to be honest with you, for a while, the first time I'm watching this, I'm like, what is what does that mean? Does it mean that they're one that they're meant to be together or whatever? But then obviously it wasn't meant to be that. I mean, spoiler or whatever, but it's like I mean, there was a lot, like I said, there's a lot of little things in this that I feel like mean something that I didn't catch yeah, while I, I was watching it. With that particular thing that on the second viewing, I was like, Oh, okay, I think what this means is it's I took it from more from like his perspective and what he was trying to do, like he had done with the other members in the cult was that his will was sort of overtaking. Oh, gotcha, like yeah. he was He was like laying down 
new code, so to speak, mm-hmm. into her brain, and he was going to be able to brainwash her and do whatever uh, he wanted to then with her. You know, she would basically become his servant. And one of the reasons why I think that she would had the ability to kind of laugh at him, I don't think that's the first time she's taken like heroic doses of LSD. Right. Um, right. You know, oh. she's she's had uh, experiences that we don't know about. And so I think for her, it wasn't, Maybe the the experience that the other members in the cult had. Maybe they were kind of had lived sort of that straight edge life or something. Oh, and remember that little, the little uh, Goldilocks dude that was in the Children of the Van? Yeah, that one. They called him the poor little Huey. Yeah, little Huey, and he was just a sacrifice. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was interesting because he was the way his character was portrayed, he, he looked really odd. Like he just didn't, he didn't fit. look like he fit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, Oh, okay, well I guess we're never going to see him again. <laughs> a uh, red shirt. But I mean, there was like, and I've got, like I said, a ton of notes, but there was a, um, I also liked how in the second half of the movie, and this really doesn't give too much away, but you, you really start to see red's transformation. Yeah. You see him going from what he was changing into something new and his appearance, well, make, what he's wearing, how he acts. It also makes me wonder though, because I mean, like we were talking about, I almost thought that this, maybe that's who red was changed. Met Mandy is doing this, trying to right. put that all behind him, yeah. but that's that kind good. of put that's him back into it. No, I'm just, and that's because, kind of what I got because he it. was just the lumberjack guy getting in the helicopter to go back to lay down yeah. and eat meat and potatoes with the, the girl, but maybe he has been through. Yeah. No, the and I, I, that's that's what I was thinking at the time. Yeah, he's I, like, I did. You always pull me back in. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was a real kind of probably brawler, kind of a troublemaker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I thought, if on the second the second time watching, I noticed a lot more stuff when he gets into that helicopter for the first time. One of his friends offers him a beer. Yeah. And he, he says no. He says no. Yeah. In the bathroom scene. He's, he's got a bottle of vodka. So he's an, he was a, a an alcoholic, excuse me, an alcoholic, I think, because he, he doesn't have that thing just up on the mantle somewhere. Right. It's, it's hidden stashed in, a, in yeah. his. It's stashed. But you know what I instantly thought was he was stabbed with that knife. And so he was just like drinking it to fucking cleanse the. Well, but bill. here's the thing, though, that that moment, I feel like that. So he's very chill. Stuff like he's dealing with it. He gets he obviously he gets stabbed and he gets tied up but that was his like emergence as maybe the person he was before yeah but i mean maybe it was a new person whatever but he's there obviously he was hiding alcohol stuff like that i feel like that bathroom which by the way what a beautiful bathroom oh it was pure (laughs) 70s yes absolutely but it's like i feel like that was that was the point where he kind of got broken and he was trying to uh, the thing that he'd been trying to avoid and this was just to me the thing that he tried to avoid he was like I got to go back to it because this is too much. Yeah, he he returns to what's familiar to yes, him. Yes, absolutely. So he just pounds that mm-hmm. booze, pounds it, pounds it. And I was waiting for him to like just throw up, but he didn't. Now, here's a question I got for you guys. How long do you think that Mandy and Red had been together? I I took it that they hadn't been together that long, that they maybe a six months to a year tops. That's not something I thought about because in the end we fought, we see – after everything's happened and, you know, no spoilers, but he's driving back and we kind of get a flashback to what's going on. I mean, they were basically the same, you know, yeah. you know, the same as they were during the movie, stuff like that. So I don't know. That's not something I thought about. 
Because I, I had thought, you know, that kind of going back to that point about how they're probably both very troubled people, that they had yeah. finally kind of met and they had right. finally kind of found sort of a soulmate, for lack of a better term. They, you know, they're the puzzle pieces that fit. They're good for each other. And then, you know, of course, it's all ripped away from him. Right. Um, and it's funny because when I think about that scene, I almost think that that's the time where there was kind of epiphany for Red. And maybe that's, he's like, oh shit, here's my soulmate. I'm going to change. And then this short period of time where he was trying to, you know, he, but he was, I mean, he was doing, he was maybe a different person. Not, I don't know if it's a different person is a good word. But the thing is, is once that was ripped away, he, I mean, went back. But I feel like Mandy was such a big deal to him because not only was she the love of his life, but that was also the turning point for a while. And I don't know, maybe I'm putting too much into it, but who knows? Yeah. I, I have no idea how long they were together. Yeah. I'm going to say a long time, long enough to where they can sit down, eat dinner, cook the same shit, watch a TV show and just eat away at their steak and potatoes. Goblin cheddar. I was going to say the cheddar. We yeah, need to mention goblin. the cheddar goblin. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that was one of the things where I was, I, I think I actually said, I'm like, what the fuck? No. So yeah, he gets back from all. The, so he gets back. Mandy's daddy, his TV's still on. And we see this commercial for the cheddar goblin, 60% more cheese in this uh, kind of craft type of macaroni and cheese. Right. That's amazing. By the way, did you notice it somewhere else? When he goes to that uh, to get the Reaper from that the guy who was in Predator, oh, yeah, yeah. he had that. Cheddar Goblin. He oh, had I Cheddar didn't Goblin that. I didn't up in the that. up in the. Uh, in he his, was eating that. No, it was. I mean, it was just in his. That's, uh, what, that's what they call an Easter egg. Yes, I, 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 I love that. Good. That dude himself was like an Easter egg. I was like, I thought wasn't he was that dead. guy? Wasn't he the one that was like shaving with a knife? Yeah. In Predator? Oh yeah. He's no, he had a he had like a little big disposable. Oh, I remember, oh yeah, no, no you're I right, you're as a right. Kid, he, no, you're right. He's doing it and he gets freaked out and he does it so hard he snaps he's, it. Yes, and he cuts. Himself. No, you're you're right about that. You're right. I don't know. So, what'd you guys think about the movie? I thought it was great. Yeah, would you give it? I give it a high buy. I give it a high buy. Tony. Oh man, for Tony. me, this this type of movie is sort of right up my alley. So. For me, I would give it a bone saw. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You give it a what? <laughs> a bone saw. So, there, you know, we've had, do you realize that we've had back to back episodes where somebody's given the movie a Someone's bone saw? Someone's gave a bone saw. Tony Zoni. With the caveat, you, if this is not your type of movie, right, right. you're, you're going to be, eh. It's, For it's you, not going to do anything. For me, it's, it's right up my alley. It's a bone saw. It's a movie that I can watch. I'll probably watch three or four more times. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I I really liked it. Uh, like I said before, you can look at it as very, very simple. Oh, yeah. Revenge movie with a very yeah. simple plot. Very, very simple. Yeah. Or And you can also look at it uh, using sort of an overlaying things like Greek tragedy. There's a lot of religious iconography yeah, they're in there. Def- well, definitely. What Shane mentioned about when he got stabbed with a knife, uh, Red is tied up to the tree. His arms are above him, so he's in sort of like a Christ-like right. pose. Mm-hmm. In the Bible, uh, Jesus gets stabbed yep, in the side. Absolutely. Um, you know, so there's tons of stuff there with the Greek stuff. You can see Carruthers as like a, an, uh, sort of like the Oracle 
who kind of tells Red and, and fills him in on everything. You're talking about the chemist? No. Who's Carruthers? Carruthers, Carruthers is, is uh, Bill Duke, the black guy. Oh, okay, in gotcha. The trailer. Gotcha. He's the one that gives him the information. Okay. If you look at the chemist, yeah, he does. Huh? He's more like the 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 ferryman on the river sticks. Gotcha. Yeah, because he's saying, okay. Um, he was like, oh man, they've wronged you. Right. And here's as what long you're, as you're going to use these arrows to do good yeah. with it. But but the but I think my favorite thing about this movie is, and just like it was with Hereditary, and just like it was with my favorite movie, The Ninth Gate, right? Is you watch it, you watch it the first time, but you're not going to get everything. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Absolutely. And the thing is, is I mean, especially with The Ninth Gate, there's a ton of stuff that I went and read, and I was like, holy shit, that that's bizarre. But with this one. I feel like it's more kind of, I mean, it's new, so who knows, but I feel like it's, it's more like you can sit there and you can, what's the word? See it in different ways. Philosophize. See different meanings to things every time you watch it or see deeper yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, and uh, like with hereditary, I was just like, well, yeah. there's a lot of little things in hereditary that I noticed the second time and not the first time, but also, but I feel like this was more of something that you could kind of for yourself kind of make those connections with other kind of, you know, and find meaning in different things every, you know, every single time you watch it. I've watched this three times. The first time I don't count. The second time it was like, it was chopped up. But the last time I watched it last night again, just for, you know, just kind of for a refresher and stuff like that. I'm like, Wow, well, maybe that means this, and maybe it doesn't, but maybe yeah. to me it does, you know, yeah. and I feel like that's what it it's is. good. Those movies like that, you're like, damn. Yeah, and it's not something I'm going to, oh, my voice just cracked. I am 15 years old. My No, this movie is going to be one that, it's funny because there's a lot of horror guys that are like, oh, there's nothing that's been good for a long time, but I'm like, well, maybe you're watching the wrong stuff. Well, the problem. Because this movie, I feel like is something that's going to be something that, you know, you the, could, if you can watch it multiple times, it'll mean something to you. And maybe it means something different to somebody else than it means to me. I mean, maybe, you know, I mean, in, in smaller doses, like smaller parts of it, maybe that part meant something different to you than it does to me, stuff like that. But I feel like when you can kind of put yourself into it like that, that it's going to yeah. last longer. And then you can also look at it like, okay, what I'm seeing on the screen I'm is literal. I'm supposed to believe yeah, well, everything exactly. is happening. Exactly. Or you can look at it like, oh, okay, how am I, am I getting, what's that thing they call an unreliable narrator? So is right. Red that? Right, because right, right. when once Red leaves the house, he has, he's, uh, he's blasted all that booze. And then uh, as he goes further and further on, there are things that are altering his perception. So right, he, right, right. Remember when he takes the he takes the taste of the LSD, yep. and his face literally melts the fuck off. <laughs> right. No, yeah. no, totally. You know? And then he um he does like that big giant thing of cocaine, just yeah. like the giant mountain. Yeah, of it. yeah. And yeah, so I mean, there's there's tons of different ways that you can look at it. Tons of different ways. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's a definite bone saw for me. Oh, that's awesome. I loved it. I loved it. I'm just happy that there's been two movies that have come out this year that have had such an effect on me. Hereditary last week, Mandy this week. Yeah, and Hereditary, um, since I was going to be here, I didn't call anything in, but Hereditary, I I really liked it. And then again, that's a thing that you can watch. And I I like Shane's point about... the the older woman who plays uh, Joan, I think is her name, yeah. mm-hmm. in the thing. Uh, she is going to be one of the better character actors. I think you're going to really, even though she's a little bit older, I think you're oh, going to see her a lot. She is She was really, in a really movie good. called 
Compliance a little while back, okay. which is uh, basically was a movie. It was a based on a true story about when some guy said, "I'm the police." Oh, called yeah, into yeah, a, yeah. a fast food restaurant. That's a great movie too, by the way. She was she was great in that. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, she's great. Why are these movies not in the theaters making five hundred trillion? Well, bucks? I'm I'm hereditary. Well, hereditary did well, have both, a, a theatrical Both of release. these were. It, did, I think, it well. did, but both of these de- debuted at Sundance. Mandy debuted at Sundance this year, and maybe hereditary. I don't know if hereditary. Why are they this putting year. Venom? And shit like that in theaters and not money, man. Shit out. I don't go to the movies anymore unless I'm with my kids watching whatever. Listen, I, I also don't like that you can't pause it and go take a leak. So that'd be yeah. like that's my biggest problem with theaters. And people are assholes. Yeah, totally. No, and it, it just doesn't make it fun for me. But the thing is, is I mean, I feel like especially this movie, Mandy, yeah. where it's it's not for. I mean, listen, I take my kids and my ex wife and stuff like that. They're not gonna like this one. They're not gonna, you know. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying, what is it in a idea of a culture where you can like a great fucking weird movie like that? I wonder if that's just how it's been. Explode. The people are just put that the movies movie have changed in theaters and not have the same thing because it's all know. about, dude. You got to go see that. Hereditary. You've got to go see that movie theater. You know, you, well, listen, man. I feel go, like a lot of those need to make uh, like big bucks, whereas a movie like this, it you know, and they make though they make like what's the last movie I saw in a the theater? I think Word feel of like mouth, it was that the uh, nun. What do you go call see it? the nun? I haven't seen the nun, but what was that? The last Avengers movie where everybody like Infinity War? Yeah, was I saw it? Infinity Wars, uh, and I'm like, this is the same shit that I've been. That seems like every other. Every other Avengers movie, almost like whatever, but it, it's a very broad, you know, a very bro- you know, people like everyone can. can yeah, get but you know, the, name a movie that's word of mouth where it did well. It's like, oh my god! I mean, Blair Witch, Blair Witch, something of course, like that. No, absolutely. But where I don't it's know. like, dude, I'm not well, see that. Yeah, another one that was like that way back in the day was when RoboCop came out. Yeah. Now, when RoboCop originally came out, they marketed it all wrong. And so people thought, oh, it's just going to die a death. It'll it'll be in the theater for maybe a week, and then we'll pull it. But then word of mouth got out, and it was you know it was actually good. Yeah, and uh, it, it built up that way. But yeah, it's it's hard because I would I would have thought that Mandy would have been at least in the art house theaters. Yeah, well, it, like actually, that. I think it was in the art house theaters. So like yeah, the I tower, didn't... the Broadway stuff like that, okay. which is in Salt Lake. But yeah, yeah, but no, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you though. Even even though. Even if it did go those, I'm kind of tired of going to movies because of the a-hole people and because uh-huh. of I can't pause it. Hey, either. I'd love to walk into a theater and walk out going, do you know hereditary, the only, holy Do you know fuck. the only time I go to the it's theater like the anymore goddamn is? goddamn thing I've ever seen. I go to Salt Lake theater. Cinema Trash where you can go, you can eat food, you can get beers, you can do whatever. And right. it's just a fun time. But that's like literally the, the only time I go to the theater anymore. But- I digress. Yeah. So, any other words on this? I'd no. say give it give it a shot. Go into it with a little bit if if uh, of an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, some people are going to say that he he kind of copied maybe the Stranger Things thing because he's going back into eighties nostalgia and sort of that mm-hmm. that crossover True. period True. of okay. of eighties and that. However, if you look at when his original movie the black, the black uh, rainbow yeah yeah beyond the black rainbow beyond which black i haven't rainbow. seen yet i've seen uh it's like pretty wild too it's it. it's it's kind of a 
it's a trudger to get through, especially in the yeah. beginning. But yeah, but you can tell this is that guy's jam. So he was doing that long before Stranger Things came right. out. So exactly. Um, if you want to see something original, if you want to see something where you absolutely one hundred percent know. There wasn't a bunch of studio dickheads saying, don't do this. For We've sure. done a focus group and they're not going to like For that. Sure. You got to pull that out or you got to make it a happy ending. But that's also take out that guy's that. penis for two minutes. <laughs> but that's also what makes it that not playing in the giant top. megaplexes though. for somebody. Yeah, that, that's another thing, too. You know, you got dick and balls hanging out there. <laughs> People aren't going to. Nobody likes seeing that. Nobody, yeah, nobody we wants can't, to see We can't say rated R. Yeah. And say. This movie is rated R. There's a guy that stands there with his fucking dick out <laughs> and go, yeah, let's put that in the theaters across the country. Uh, it's rated R. No. What was it? Was it just rated mature? I have no idea or, what it was does rated, it, to be honest with you. Does it have no rating? I wonder, I wonder if that's another thing, if it didn't go through the rating process and if it's just That a, wouldn't surprise uh, me. It was a, if it's just rated like mature or something like that. You know. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Come, it came out of Sundance. It played up there. Did great up there. But I mean, those oh, Sundance sucks up at Park Street. Anyway, anyhow, about Suspiria coming out of there, saying, "What do you?" Oh no, no, that? I'm not saying the what movie you, sucks. No. I'm saying trying to get up there to see a movie mm, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> right, but you know? I'm, I'm thinking that Suspiria. It's coming out what two a month? I don't know. Ah, we'll see. We'll really? see how it goes. I literally, I literally try not to get excited or. Or, or, or pissed off for a movie to come out because I just at this point I just want to see it. I don't give a shit what reviews are out there. Yeah, yeah. Going in cold sometimes is one of the greatest. And things. I try to do that for most of it. I saw, yeah. I did see the trailer for Halloween, and I'm like, it looks good, but some people are shitting on it. Some people are saying it's the best thing, so I'm just gonna whatever. Yeah, use your own mind. <laughs> I always say that. Use your own mind. You always say that every day. All right, so there you go. That's Mandy. Um, why don't we do this? Let me go ahead and remind you guys of the question of the episode for next week, which is an easy one. That's why you should call in. What are you going to do or what have you have what have you done for the Halloween season? Let people know. If you're going to an attraction, give us the name of it, give us where it's at, stuff like that. Call it in on the bone phone, 385-351-9273. 385-351-9273. You guys, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of being admired. Tired of being admired. Oh, that's what that guy said with his dick out. <laughs> that movie. Yeah. Tony, thank you so much for coming on the show. It, pre- it was fun to shit to have you over. It's a dream come true. Oh, shit. And man. I'm not tired, babies. I am wired. Oh, no, I'm wired too. You're but wired? I'm, I'm here with my sweet boy. <laughs> I literally, the only reason and I'm, I'm on cutting this off is I can I almost hear Paul McCartney's voice or, or my sweet lord. <laughs> Is that John Lennon? All right. When you say you you guys, you guys give each other hand jobs in a minute. But so, but what I will say is, for the corpse cast, we'll catch you guys later. Take it easy.